We finally did it. He's finally here, ladies and gentlemen. After one cancellation, <laughs> six months of booking. Six months. <laughs> Whatever. It's been a minute, dude. It was like last, what, December, November you were supposed to be here? Uh, yeah. The snowstorm. Yeah, I know. We got, right yeah. So. Although, if, I, if I'm being honest, I probably could have just done it. Manned up. Dude, it was pretty bad. But it, was, it wasn't, I, I know it was bad out here. It wasn't so oh, bad okay. out by me. Okay, it was shit here. Yeah, it was yeah. tough sledding yeah. this way for sure, dude. Literal I would have felt kind of bad if something would have happened, like, for, like, maybe a day. Like, if you, like. <laughs> Super excited to have you on. Uh, wouldn't mourn your death at all. If you tragically died, you know, I'd have been like, eh. Would have been pretty interesting content for the yeah, pod, though, right? We probably would have talked about <laughs> yeah. So he's here, Tony Piccoli, ladies Hi. and gentlemen. Finally, he is the lead guitarist. Well, I don't know. You're both lead guitarists or whatever. Guitarist, songwriter, singer from Imminent Sonic Destruction, prog rock band extraordinaire, who I'm a big fan of. Hello. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for coming, sir. Happy to be here. So you're not much of a gear slut, you're saying? Cause no, I not really. Maybe, yeah. Not really. No. Like, I have an appreciation for those who have an appreciation yeah, for gear. Yeah. And I kind of know the heavy hitters because I right. feel like I need to yeah. uh, at some point. Yeah. Like, I think we borrowed your triple rec yes, when we recorded did. our album uh-huh. thank you you're welcome uh very happy that that yeah. was there <laughs> yeah i heard you know what i heard about that hmm. uh nick told me this is just what i heard that like he it was like you guys didn't have any material nothing going on and then you borrowed my amp and the whole record came together <laughs> that is so fucking false <laughs> <laughs> that's just what i heard man. yeah that's what the rumor is no. <laughs> obviously funny. i'm kidding no i was happy that you guys uh nick didn't know that i had that amp because i had sold my I uh, used to play a double rec was my main amp forever and ever. Mm-hmm. I had sold it and switched over to an Ingle rig, which I still have as well. Right. Um, and then he didn't know that I had uh, I found this one. This guy was selling the triple rec mm-hmm. on, for like cheap on Facebook or whatever. And I was like, kind of had missed been missing it, you know, like <laughs> so I went and scored it, you know, and yeah. Uh, Nick had like put up a thing on Facebook and he's like, Hey, I'm looking for somebody. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Why don't you fucking hit me up about it? You know? And he's yeah. like, Oh, I didn't know you still had that amp. So I was glad it got used. Yeah. Cause uh, I had uh, probably going to ask to use it again. Yeah. Well, you should check out the Ingle too. Well, maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. I will. They're both fucking clutch metal amps too. <laughs> um, I had, uh, retubed that, that Mesa too, with like the, this fucking like, there's this tube store online and these fucking tube nerds have this like their set. That yeah. Are, like these like super intricate. Oh, this one in the thing in the, you know, like, <laughs> like we swatched out, switched out 150 tubes and we can buy our specific set. So I was like, it was like 40 bucks more for their nerd set. So I was okay. like, hell yeah. So it does sound pretty fucking killer. I got See, that's, that's one thing I don't know shit about. Like yeah. tubes, like yeah. and speakers, like people start talking to me about speakers and mm-hmm. I just literally just start <laughs> zoning out. Like, does it make noise? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I know that a tube amp sounds better than a solid state amp for sure. Yeah. And that's kind of where I let the experts take over. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, what are you uh, using for your guitar there? It's like that neon green paint job on that, <laughs> that bad boy or whatever. That's a Jackson Dinky. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's um, some... I mean, that's what it is, but um, I forgot like what the specific yeah. model name is for it that describes mm. its finish. But uh, it's it's got the real Floyd rose on it, um, it you know, whereas I was, I was playing an Ibanez Prestige, mm-hmm. has the fake 
Floyd Rose on it, whatever oh, it is like they use. Of yeah, it. I don't know what it's called, and I've heard it's very reliable. Mine wasn't um, yeah. at all. Do you use the Floyd a lot? Uh, like you like it? Yeah, I do. Um, I don't. I'm not like a Steve Vai or whatever, where yeah. I'm just fucking going nuts yeah, on the dude, thing. Dive bombs or, or, all up. Yeah, dime bag or whatever. <laughs> but I do use it, you know, here yeah. and there for its effect. I think I like what I like about it most is that I can really just go nuts on the strings and just you know really attack the shit out of it and not yeah, have to worry, not about worry about it it's slipping out of tune yeah that's why i don't like fucking with them like at all <laughs> i honestly you know? like i hate dealing with them because yeah. i'm such a keep it simple stupid kind of guy yeah, yeah. that where when i have my fender strat you know if it's yeah. starting to slip out of tune and i hear it i'll just adjust it on the fly and it's exactly. no problem yeah can't really i mean you can do that like with the, yeah, the with the tram but like it's just not yeah conducive i've only had a couple guitars with floyd's on man i'm just i'm not in it because i I don't like working on them no it's just i'm definitely a fan of a hardtail bridge Mm -hmm. you know because especially what i do on a guitar is way more rhythm guitar right hand heavy james hatfieldy you know like so like i'm about and i i I find i can't pick mute the way that i want on a floyd rose either because i just always played hardtail bridges and it just feels different on yeah. your hand yeah like on your on the back of your palm yeah. or whatever yeah. it took some getting used to for me as well but yeah. i'm used to it by now yeah indeed indeed yeah yeah no that's cool and then you got yeah your strat like you're saying i love my strat i bought that thing 2007 i thought you were trying to sell it there was a period of time when i was <laughs> contemplating uh-huh. it i remember you kind of trying to pawn it off on me uh, for a well second. i well what that no, was a guitar though not not pawning it I off know. on you but that was more i wanted to go to someone uh, who would good appreciate home. it I feel that because if i'm really gonna sell it it's uh, gotta go i don't want to just sell it to some jack off on the internet so i agree uh but i was able to keep it you know yeah. times were tight for a minute there ah uh, okay yeah. now they're not as tight that's good <laughs> so you could keep the uh keep your babies yeah uh-huh there's a couple like my les paul is kind of like the one that i like if if possible you know knock on wood i'll never sell the les paul right and my martin acoustics the other one you sweet know? the rest like i love the rest and the ones i've built and everything but like if they gotta go they'd have to go you know yeah but like i gotta fucking i gotta get a real acoustic like, oh, like yeah? your Martin, you know, yeah. I, I don't, I just don't have one, you know, just yeah. money and the nice ones are expensive and I'm just like, yeah, Man. yeah. Well, I mean like, uh, do you guys put much acoustic guitar on your records? There's some, yeah. uh, not a ton. Uh, there was the song, the sun will always set and there was a little bit in nightshade, um, maybe solitude. No, maybe not. But definitely those last two songs. Were you just album. like uh, using Nick's guitars or something on there? Yeah. 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 I think it was his dad's. Taylor. Yes. His dad's fucking Taylor. nice. I know. <laughs> he, he, he like called me on the way home from when they bought that at him. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he was so excited when you should be. It's a sick guitar. It's really nice. Yeah, I remember I was over there with Tony Asta over at Nick's house. Uh, you know, Tony from Battlecross. Yeah. And uh, we were just... Uh, he he goes, guys, check this out. And he opens up the case. Mm-hmm. And it was literally like... The gold the, light comes yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, like the lights were reflecting oh. off of it. And it was just like Pulp Fiction what stuff. Is, yeah, exactly, exactly. Our faces all lit up yellow. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was... Uh, I just remember him being like so pumped up about it. And we, yeah. you know... It's a yeah. sick guitar. I think yeah. they had that out at the show the other night. Really? I think so. I think that's what... Uh, the, his, Doug? Uh, yeah, Doug was playing. I'm pretty sure that was that guitar. Or maybe he has his own... 
I don't know. I couldn't identify it, but I'm pretty sure that was that Taylor. All right, I've got a stupid question. So when you're trying to choose a guitar, how much of it, like, if you had something that really sounded dope, but it just didn't feel right, I mean, what's the what's the equation between, like, sound and how the fucking thing feels in your hand when you're playing it, when you're trying to make the right selection there? Well, for me, uh, sound is... Where I'm buying guitars, sound's not really necessarily going to be an issue, so it's more about the feel. Okay. And uh, when I got into my Ibanez before I bought... Uh, a prestige seven string and um i the necks are skinny so you can kind of really fly around on that okay. fucking thing like and it just it was really nice and comfortable standard guitar shape you know it's not like you know uh, the explorers or whatever right so real comfortable um so i i would say i i think if it feels good i'm good to go um yeah, and same with the Jackson, which actually uh, the the show that you saw us uh, for Intransient's album release party, um, that was my first night playing that thing. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know. And, uh, Is so that I, a new purchase then or something? Uh, the, yeah, something it, it arrived on Thursday. Oh. I took it Friday morning to get set up. <laughs> yeah. And then brought it with me oh, to badass, Grand Rapids, yeah. like yeah. and, uh, diving in feet first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now that uh, that's a kind of guitar where a uh, trusted friend said, "No, you're gonna love this guitar. I know you love your Ibanez. You're gonna love this guitar." Yeah, and uh, it was just kind of like it again, super comfortable. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and that's really I think where it's at for me is how I decide which which one I'm going for. Yeah, playability I think is is kind of more important because if you don't love to play it then none of it matters right? yeah yeah and you can always like switch the pickups mm-hmm. and like do shit to it to make it sound different yep. or better for what you want or whatever but yeah if like because i like a thinner neck too so like i have a couple guitars that are like really nice guitars but mm-hmm. they're like fatter gibson necks and i just don't love to actually play it yeah so. that's that <laughs> fat thick neck is like that old school thing yeah but what's cool about those and why i love my stratocaster so much is like you can really grip that motherfucker and yeah you know like some people love the fat neck it's totally different and i mean you know so they're like yeah i fucking love i want a beefy neck you know like, i mean you that thickness <laughs> and that girth in the oh, man. Man. <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> yeah yeah that's my i mean that's definitely my thing like this neck uh that i was just showing you on that guitar i built mm-hmm. like the, man i fucking and that's the first roasted maple neck i've ever had looks sick dude big fan of the way it feels yeah. and plays and stuff because you don't apparently with the roasted maple you don't have to there's no additional finishing at all needed because the roasted takes the moisture out or whatever so you don't, really you don't need any kind of paint or finish or wax or so that thing there's no finish on it it's just as it is i put an oil finish on it because i like that oh okay but that was just my preference of choice i may even be wrong on that i'm pretty sure just that's what i read and that's why these roasted maple necks have like fucking just taken off like Mm -hmm. they're everywhere right now and fucking every guitar bass especially yeah yeah that's cool yeah man i'm a big fucking fan of those so (laughs) uh I've seen you guys play now three times. Yes. And my favorite time was your birthday party. <laughs> was okay. was just a crazy... Each time I've seen you guys play, some crazy shit has happened. So yeah. The first time we saw you guys was at your CD release show. Yeah. Um, and Thanks I, for coming to that. Yeah, bro. man. It was great. Fucking, we had a blast. But, like, <laughs> I won't get super into it, but, like, you remember how fucking hot and, like, yes. fucked up it was in there? Yes. In- 
insane. So hot and humid in there. Well, in, in mid-April. Yeah, it was kind of nuts. And, it was. Uh, Susan, my wife, she like passed out in the like in the bathroom. And like, really, somebody like called like the uh, the cops and shit were there and shit. It was really, like, dude, bro. That all happened. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have to like leave or whatever? Or well, she wake up? And... It was like we were like it was toward the end. Yeah, she's still there. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we uh, yeah, and my friend Mike that I play in a band was there with us, and like mm-hmm. yeah, like people were like some girl like found her because like again it's kind of a long story, but like I was watching you, she was behind, and like she just disappeared. Mm-hmm. And after a little bit, I'm like, where the hell is she? So I'm where is up. my wife? Uh, I'm looking for her. <laughs> And uh, so she and you know we'd been drinking like crazy, of and hitting a fucking weed vape, and yeah, I mean yeah, and it yeah. was just preposterously fucking hot in there and shit. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that all happened. <laughs> that must have been a confusing situation <laughs> for the cops coming in, like yeah. preconceived notions, like uh, uh, a bunch of metalheads here. Is it a heroin yeah. overdose? A little bit like, too much coke? No, she's like, I'm fine. Once we got her humidity. outside, she was fine. Yeah. She just needed like cool air off. and like cool off and whatever. It was so, miserable in there. What was the venue like? How did they get that hot? It was the Loving Touch in Ferndale, Michigan. And okay. honestly, I just think they didn't have their yeah their HVAC their HVAC on. on. Because uh, it was like that weird time April, of year. Yeah, and it was kind of cool outside. And so they're yeah. like, yeah, we're good. And like the smoke machine was pumping in there, the fog yeah. machine. And that shit's like toxic. It was so hard like, fucking singing because of the, that hazer. Yeah. yeah. So that all happened. So now the joke is every time we see you that she's going to faint every time Tony Piccoli's on stage. That's the, I was saying like, like making oh, the joke. Oh, it's me. That's the joke. That makes like, sense. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> oh, no. You know? Yeah. So, and that's then, funny. but at the fucking at your birthday show dude uh <laughs> we were once again fucking hammered as yeah, fuck of yeah, course just you having know, a good time yeah, having a blast and you guys were fucking having a blast too and fucking uh <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh doing the uh you, you bought shots for everybody yeah shit, yeah yeah you're super fun man yeah. <laughs> uh but but fucking now i was talking to you about it a little bit at the other show that uh when we left there was this <laughs> motherfucker who apparently you know who he is he was yeah he was passed out he's not just grass. some guy i know yeah. <laughs> that was my boss dude <laughs> was it your boss Boss or your boss's friend? Oh, okay. Or no, the guy outside. Passed. outside. There that was, was my boss's buddy, and that was—that's my boss. Yeah, he was passed out. Yeah. When we left, this motherfucker, <laughs> and it's like freezing. It's cold, cold out. out. The, there's frost on the ground. Yeah. Like it's 1:30 in the morning. You know. Yeah. Wet, cold. This motherfucker is face, face down, down in the grass, <laughs> and we're like, Christ. I was like nudging him with my foot <laughs> just going are you alive bro, bro and we're like should we call somebody and we're like and like we're like ah the fucking the venue's got it handled you know but it was like fucking wild dude. i mean we they like, set him out there so oh did they by by set of course i mean they tossed him yeah, yeah. we were like he's a big guy Uncle too Phil style yeah. going yeah. jazzy jeff out the like, front this door motherfucker's gonna die out here though he's gonna get fucking pneumonia or whatever like it was you know, it was 20 degrees out or some shit. I don't know. It was cold as so, shit, though. So the, the backstory on that is apparently they got real tuned up ahead of time mm-hmm. and then took an Uber mm-hmm. down to the show. And, uh, you know, my boss, he sees me. He's like, Tony, let's do a shot. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> and I, there was a lot of that for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I went and did one. And then he did another one, like, immediately yeah. uh, with another friend of mine. And... um so they were they were going hard 
as soon as they got there. Yeah. And the last thing that uh, my boss remembered was Brucifer. Yeah. Oh, I remember seeing like this crazy video. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. uh, But his buddy got thrown out. And then I guess at the end of the night, the cops came to get his ass up or whatever. Right. And I guess he was able to be like uh, alive enough to where they allowed him to call an Uber. Wow. Yeah. And they got home without being arrested. That's, that's good. Because yeah, that was wild. Well, if yeah. my boss wants anyone to know that, but whatever. <laughs> well, I know they're huge fans of this show, so, you know. Most likely. <laughs> <laughs> Undoubtedly. The other thing that I thought was a, the fucking funniest thing, uh, it, it's, it's not funny, but it is fucking funny, was when you guys were playing uh-huh. and you were doing some kind of crowd work... <laughs> Some fucking jackass what was started talking to you. I don't know what it was about moving a car or some no. shit. And you were like, bro, I'm not fucking worried about it. <laughs> and I was about ready because I was like right behind. I was about ready to grab that motherfucker and walk him out myself. Yeah. You I, know? I'm like, what are you doing right now, you fucking asshole? Like, this is not the time. <laughs> could the owner of the 2013 Impala, please. Uh... Seriously. I kind of, that would, I think if that's what it was like hey there's a car with its flashers on outside their headlights are on i wish that was it because that would have been funnier what it was <laughs> was <laughs> hey man there's some guy passed out over there in the corner you should make an announcement <laughs> oh, about, about it the same yeah and i'm like bro what the fuck am i supposed to do about it like, like i'm playing a show I'm, right now on stage right it's, now. i'm not uh, running the fucking place like yeah. go tell someone else or tell you some, go handle it tell an employee fucking clown bro. Yeah. i was like i was simultaneously <laughs> laughing and also pissed at this guy I, interrupting you i was just like I, I just remember thinking to myself like what the fuck is wrong with I this know, guy yeah. like hold on let me interrupt the show yeah, and basically yeah, yeah. get on the fucking stage and yeah show out there mother Teresa. let's have this yeah. guy yeah, yeah. Come on why don't you fucking calm down there pal you were like shouting out the opening bands you know like hey, yeah let's give it up for fucking these guys right you know? yeah and then it was like hey let's give it up for what what? What? Some guy. <laughs> you know? That's what it like, was, too. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit. I was, yeah, I was like, it was funny, but it was also. <laughs> It was funny because it's, it's just, funny now. It's funny now. It was annoying. It then. was super annoying. That's I, just I just remember like, like Jesus look Christ, like, man. You know. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys played those cover songs. That was super fun. The fucking Metallica shit. Yeah, we butchered it. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it gives a fuck. That was the whole was point. Fun, was to fucking have fun. It was. And, it was. Mm-hmm. Cr- it was crazy that we were playing a metallic song yeah, in the yeah. first place because with like, the strat too. Like, what <laughs> tune were you guys covering? What song we, was it? It was Master of Puppets, okay. and we did it. Uh, fuck, I don't remember. Was, I, I thought we did it. We did it. I think we did it standard, which was a mistake. But uh, <laughs> like Pat, it was the whole song too. I yeah, mean, that's a nine-minute track. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Like. <laughs> Pat's not like a Metallica fan, yeah. and like. He Lars, killed that song though. I thought. Well, don't ask him that. No. No, he he did fuck up a part, but like, ah, well. who didn't? Yeah. Uh, but Everybody like, was so hammered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why do you think I'm buying you these shots? Uh. Yeah. No, but like Pat messed up a part. I messed up a part. And mm-hmm. Pete was singing it, and you know, yeah, it's a yeah. little bit out of his range. Oh yeah, but you but, guys were having a blast. Though. You could, oh, I it, thought so. It was yeah. awesome. I mean, I was it was still a lot of fun. It. Yeah. it was still awesome to do. It's not yeah. like we were up there pissed that we fucked up. No, it was. 
like whatever. We just played a Metallica a party. song. You were having a fucking yeah, yeah. I don't know. And for anyone that was like, oh wow, this prog metal band can't play a Metallica song. What a bunch of fucking pussies. Yeah, whatever. No, you, you, you guys can suck a like, dick. A, like a week, I'm sure. You yeah, put, you know, I mean, like... <laughs> I mean, we worked on it. You know, we yeah. did our homework, but it's just like we've ne- we've never tried a Metallica song yeah. before, and it's way out of like what we normally do. Yeah. So, whatever. Ten no, shots of Evan Williams deep probably didn't uh, do much to <laughs> yeah. hell matters before. Yeah. And the Rush tune. Yeah, now you, that we fucking nailed. Yeah. I know you were uh, working on that solo. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think I told the story yeah. that night about, yeah, I know I did, but yeah, ten years ago we played it and I fucking absolutely just screwed that solo up i mean there's a part in it where there's a video of it online too uh but like so maybe i'll I'll show it to you some uh, later but yeah i'm just like go to hit this big note and i'm off like by a full full step and like the guy on the video is like zoomed way in because he knows the song and he's like oh here comes the solo (laughs) and like he zooms out a little bit and my face is just like pissed <laughs> and so yeah, we redid it and Jamie sang it and honestly we fucking crushed it. It was awesome. Yeah, that was fun, man. Yeah. It was all fun. I thought you guys were super fun that night. And that like the three times I saw you to me, as you know, I'm kind of a fucking fan of your drummer. Yeah. Uh, he, that was to me the best I've seen him play. I've seen you guys play three times and like, yeah. I thought he was fucking just I don't know, because he was loose and having fun. Most like, likely. He's fucking on point. That yeah. Night, you know. Yeah, that was good shit. Though. I mean, really, other than the Metallica song, we we had a great night as yeah, far as was, the performance yeah. goes. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, from a self critiquing standpoint, mm-hmm. but, you know, whatever. Yeah, it sounded good in there too. I'd never been to that place. Yeah, Token's all right, man. Yeah. Well, uh, you guys sound the, the uh, you guys sound better anyway because you just got the way you're setting up in those smaller places. It works with the, mm-hmm. like no stage volume right. situation. Like the other bands. And it's fine, but they're so fucking loud, you know. See, that's that's, that's like, kind of like the main problem with the token, though, yeah. is that it's it's always loud. Yeah, he's always just cranking that shit. Yeah, so <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, no, it was. I'm like, I'm glad I got fucking earplugs right mm-hmm. now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's why we put them on the table. Yeah, on the merch table. Yeah, which is appreciated because <laughs> I think I got them from you that night because I didn't Probably. actually bring any. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and for a low, low price of four ninety nine, people are actually able to use them. Yeah. Gotta oh. buy a CD, bro. <laughs> Fucking token sells years. them. I think they sell them for like a dollar. A lot of places do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I've fucking paid that stupid tax before. You know, got to pay that dollar. But their drinks were weak too. There. Uh, yeah, uh, I love the token. But yeah, their drinks, drinks are too fucking expensive. Yeah. Like that's what they're known for around there. Oh, expensive weak drinks. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't really get mixed drinks there too often. I just get beers or whatever. But yeah, yeah, that probably would have been the move because I was putting them away and cans of Fosters. I did fucked up. Yeah. Big old Fosters oil cans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some money, baby. Yeah, they're Double still selling around one of those. Brucifer was fucking great. You know, yep. we talked. He came it was so awesome to see to uh, see that live. Yeah, that was super fun. That was definitely a highlight. I when I was talking to you about it before i was like what what is this you were like no it's a drummer who plays with a video screen i was like what <laughs> no that was fucking killer yeah it's fun times man and then uh you show the other night we were just talking to nick about it you know it was their headlining show or whatever and you yeah. guys did the played uh what second of the three bands or yep. however it went yep right yeah. before them right that was fun too i liked your guys' set that night yeah uh, it's a good mix yeah it was a good mix because you didn't play the fucking ballad at the the previous show, the sun will always set, and that's the fucking jam to me. You know, I'm a big fan of that song. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> I was singing along. I was I was fucking hammered, <laughs> hammered. 
And uh, I was singing along, and I was t- telling my friend Josh Lenz, who was on last night, he was there at the show with us, and mm-hmm. I was like, I know every word, because I fucking watched the goddamn video, or, you know, like, I made the, yeah, the thing, and you're the sitting there video. with the lyrics over and over and uh-huh. over, trying to time them, so I'm like, I still remember the words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fun, man. Yeah. I had a great night that night. That was an awesome night. Um, it was our first time playing Grand Rapids, yeah. which was awesome yeah uh the pyramid scheme is a great venue it is and uh obviously anytime we play within transit you know it's going to be a good night because they're just they're awesome and then the ballad you know we played it and uh we had a, i had a guy come up to me and uh i know his name i just don't know if he wants to be called out but he came up to me and thanked me for playing that song he'd never heard it before that night but he was like you know, move to oh, tears nice, yeah. <laughs> and I gave him a big old hug and yeah, that's it's, nice. that's first time that's ever happened to me is yeah. someone saying they got an emotional reaction out of it right, live. Right. Well, I mean, my wife has fainted watching you play. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. It's yeah. Incredible. Yeah. You know, the battle's a real panty dropper at a live <laughs> show. You can't go wrong. <laughs> it's a game winning formula every time. Yeah. I got a, I got fucking a little emotional with uh, Nick's dad going up and playing. Dude. That, that was really cool. So great. He's such a good dude. I, he doesn't know that I'm in competition with him for the best microphone collection. Because <laughs> that motherfucker's got some nice fucking pieces of gear. Yeah. It's <laughs> so not a I, lifetime requiring or mm, acquiring that stuff. I haven't talked to him in a couple of years. Actually, I haven't been over there in a minute, but that, it was always like, you know. You son of a bitch! You fucking got these killer microphones. <laughs> he's a he's and, a good dude. Yeah, uh, I was uh, side like backstage to the side of the stage watching. Yeah, it was really awesome to see yeah. it. Yeah, I was standing there. I was trying to tape it, or everybody was taping it. You know, <laughs> it was yeah. funny. Um, Tom and uh, Nick's mom were walking. I forgot her name, but they were coming up on the on the stage i didn't know the time was gonna play and i'm like back oh, there yeah and i'm like oh hey guys what's up because you know i've i've met him a handful yeah, of times right. but uh when the the last few times i was over there short hair no beard and uh, so yeah. they just thought i was some asshole like, hey, it's good to see you you know yeah. but uh one of nick's fucking, and fucking joker yeah <laughs> this fucking loser he's in our way we're trying to get to the stage yeah yeah did you ever hear the story about uh it's i guess it's nick's story but uh about his dad meeting uh vinny and dime from pantera at the it was like at the bob he used to like play you know his jazz trio he was like playing at the bob yeah like dinner time or whatever you know yeah and uh pantera was playing the van andel that night really so they were like over there like like getting dinner and drinks or whatever the fuck they were doing, you know, like what, really? Yeah. And so Tom's just doing his jazz thing yeah, and yeah. Pantera was there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You have to have him fill you in on the details. Yeah, I'm gonna have to how it all went down, but that shit's hilarious. That's awesome. <laughs> that has been a long time ago. Dime bag out in the wild, you gotta love that. Mm-hmm. They're a super talented family, man. His mom's a great singer too. Yeah, that's what uh, Nick was saying. And she yeah. apparently also plays the drums. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know. That. Yeah. It's badass. I mean, I don't think she's a Neil Peart, but, you yeah. know. Yeah. It, it, the fact that you can still play and you're a singer and you're mm-hmm. all over the music world in general. 
yeah. more of a Meg White than a Neil Peart on the kit. <laughs> respect nonetheless. You know? I would assume she's better than that. <laughs> it doesn't take a lot. I'm not a not a big fan. No, same. Yeah, I think they were up actually for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame too. That I'm thinking about really White Stripes, which I can't stand. Not a fan, dude. They only did like two records. Yeah, I know. Huh? Yeah, no. They have one hit song. Right. I, I, I got respect for Jack White uh, as as a human because uh, he fucking like saved the the uh, venue there in Detroit. The mm-hmm. fucking, uh, the fuck is it? The Masonic Temple. Mm-hmm. He did all that work there. Yeah. And that's cool. And then he's a record label and all that. It's just not really my style of music. Nah. You know? I like his other band that he plays drums in. Oh, yeah. Um, is that the Rankin Tears or which I get no, mixed up? He's got um, so many so many projects you know what was it the the blue stripes perfect storm or <laughs> i don't remember what it was but this chick singer and it actually mm-hmm. kind of rocks oh it's good yeah yeah some of his other stuff was a lot better to me than, mm-hmm. but yeah yeah that's cool whatever know. white stripes suck indeed i agree <laughs> <laughs> sorry but no i've never been a fan nope same yeah i'm kind of glad he's like that that just didn't really continue same <laughs> yeah so like uh I wanted to talk to you a little bit about like, uh, like I guess your history of like when did you start playing and like what other I don't really know before this band what you were doing if anything or like yeah you know, like, um I mean I've been playing guitar since I was twelve my dad yeah. got me a guitar for Christmas which was sweet but that's about my same story too mm-hmm. yeah. and um it's this guitar really yeah I was trying to restore it. Wow, Went through the fire. It's just going to go up on the wall as a wall hanger. It's unrestorable. Sorry to cut you Wait, off. You say yeah. went through the fire? Yeah. Like yeah, a yeah. literal fire? Yes, yes. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. I, look at the, the headstock's all. Huge. Oh, you okay. See I see. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why the pick up. You had a fucking house fire, bro? Melted. Yeah, that's a, this is going to go down a different rabbit hole. But uh, yes, when I was a sophomore in high school, we oh. had a house fire. Damn. And uh, the the long and short of that story is that's how I ended up with a bunch of a really awesome people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sucked and it's a, it's yeah, a whole yeah. thing. It was an yeah. awful experience. Yes. But uh, but the opportunity for the insurance <laughs> yes. fraud worked out incredibly for, well. For real. Like all of our like busted ass symbols that were like fucking pawn shop specials that were cracked and just yeah. in the corner and were just bullshit. They got full All got retail. replaced with fucking full retail. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, that, that happens and that's why you have insurance. I mean, my uncle yeah. had his drum kit that he had forever and then the uh, uh, house flooded pipes yeah. burst in a upstairs room mm-hmm. and the fucking heat wasn't on or whatever and uh mm-hmm. yeah uh got a brand new super top of the line drum yep. kit so yeah, that's how we got the dw kits that's what mm-hmm. started a lot of that and that's what all spurned me being able to pawn that into more awesome gear as mm-hmm. i continued to trade up on shit but i mean before yeah. that and and so i started restoring that's what got me into the guitar building as i started restoring the guitars that went through the fire including my first strat which uh, is not here, but um, yeah. I restored that. Uh, I restored a different guitar, and I'm working on restoring a bass. So they they were literally in the rafters at my dad's this whole time. <laughs> I pulled them out a couple <clears> years <throat> ago and started cleaning them up and was like, all right, I think I can actually like restore these. Yeah. That's what got me into the building of the guitars. But That's cool. Yeah. So. That's cool. Anyway, that's a, that was a huge diversion yeah. there. But Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> okay, hey, it's yeah. a natural conversation. That's yeah. what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, I got a guitar when I was 12 for Christmas. Yeah. Um, 
and I was really into Nirvana and like, me too. Green Day that was my stuff. favorite band. Nirvana yeah, was my favorite yeah, band. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, I mean, the stuff that we were listening to at the time, Nirvana, Green Day, yep. Offspring. Yep. You know, and then the Black Album had just come out yep. like a few years prior. Yep. And uh, so, like, all that was like fresh. Yep. Uh, you know, Weezer, yep. all that stuff. So I didn't yeah. know you were into that kind of shit. Oh yeah, that's, 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 I mean, where that's exactly where I. Come that's from. where I cut my teeth, man. Me too. And so, uh, you know, I immediately wanted to learn how to play everything. So yep. the very first riff I learned was "Plush" by Stone Temple Pilots. Dude, like oh, literally the same. Yeah. I'm not sure <laughs> it was played. correct either. It was some bullshit version of it. No, I think mine was pretty accurate. Yeah. I mean, yeah, mine I was not. No. Yeah. So. <laughs> And then Come As You Are, Same. and then I remember yep. when I was able to play the solo for Come As You Are, which mm. is very simple, <laughs> but I first learned it, you mm. know, and I was like, Dad, check it out. And I'm like, Meow. no amp, yep. electric guitar. Yep. Meow. <laughs> He's like, all right, nice job. Right. Yeah. Those three notes done. Oh, wow, that's well, it good. made Kirk Cobain a lot of fucking money, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, he was just like, that's awesome, that's awesome. But yeah, yeah so... I was interested in writing songs like from the get go. <clears throat> me too. I was, um, me and my buddy who lived next door, we would we would just like write songs, lyrics, yeah, so lyrics, would I. and yeah. just nonstop. Yep. Just, we had fake albums like yep. uh, galore. Yep. And so now that I have a guitar, I've started making my yeah. own songs. I actually remember. I wrote a bunch and they were very bad because, you know, of course. Yeah. They're they're supposed to be at that time. Yep. But I remember one of them was called Big K uh-huh. and it was uh the ingredients on the back of uh Big K soda, which was the Kroger uh, brand uh-huh. uh of their Mountain Dew. Uh-huh. And I just read the ingredients. Well, me and him wrote a song called Deodorant. <laughs> that, that it was went, a banger. It was it a went, banger it went, to be sure. Deodorant. Deodorant. <laughs> That's People awesome. sweat, kill their friends. This fucking shit never yep. ends. If That's I remember awesome. correctly. Yep. Yeah. He was playing drums and that I was does playing sound guitar. Like a banger. I'm telling you, dude, it's a hit. There was a lot of subtext there to yeah. that tune. You know, kind of flew under the radar. But we were under those in the Let's know. No, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny, man. It's like super parallel story to exactly what I was doing. It's kind of nuts, isn't mm-hmm. it? It is. Yeah, I got my first guitar in fifth grade Christmas. Yeah, uh, it was this guitar, and then uh, in sixth grade, I started playing drums in band. I started playing guitar because my brother was the drummer, so mm-hmm. it was like, well, I'll play guitar then, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But then I started playing drums too. Yeah, time. and okay. I had him to teach me and band to teach me and stuff too. So it was kind of like parallel yeah you know that's cool writing songs in the fifth grade like writing i'd be on the playground writing songs Mm -hmm. you know like and uh, man i wish i had i'm sure they were retarded you know like (laughs) but but i was trying to write like it wasn't like the deodorant thing or whatever joking about that was obviously we knew we were being fucking stupid as yeah 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 i didn't (laughs) (laughs) we were like high in the back of the bus or whatever like writing that that's funny (laughs) yeah yeah, man, it's just that's that's hilarious. The same bands. I saw Green Day like six times in Detroit. Yeah. You know, I still haven't seen them. Oh, really? Yeah, because that era, like, because well, I was lucky because I was able to go with my older brother and all his friends. So they were going. So like, I had this kind of like, my parents trusted that I wasn't gonna die. You that's know, awesome. kind of thing. So I yeah. got to see a lot of shows really young. Yeah, and so like at that time it was a. Uh, like Green Day and Weezer and No Doubt and mm-hmm. Bush and all those bands oh, yeah. and they were all touring together. So it was like every show was like it's this is 
No Doubt and Green Day. This mm. is Green Day and Weezer. This is Weezer and No, you know, so it's just like they were all just packaged touring yeah. all the time. So we got to see all of them like a shitload of times. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I was, wasn't uh, really allowed or able to go to concerts yet. Actually, it wasn't until I moved to Arizona and uh, I won tickets uh, from 98 KUPD in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. I uh, won tickets to see Gravity Kills. Oh, yeah. Nice. At, I like Gravity at, Kills. At the yeah. Gibson Cafe. Nice, nice. And I went with my stepdad and uh, had a blast. Yeah. And yeah. I wasn't really a fan of them. I mean, they yeah. had that one hit song. Industrial rock, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> it was my first concert and it was mm-hmm. fucking awesome. And I'll never forget that. What so. were you doing in Arizona? What was up with that? Uh, long story short, parents got divorced. Mom moved out west. Uh, okay. And, um, I just wanted to yeah go out west. Yeah, I never. That's like one part of the country I've never been to is like Arizona. And oh, you I've been go. to Vegas. You know, okay. but, eh, it kind of counts. You know, yeah, like. kind of. <laughs> I you got to see Arizona. Yeah, yeah that's what I sure. hear. Yeah, especially sure. before it fucking burns up, dude. It's like <laughs> hey, that Colorado River, man. There. It's looking more finite than uh, ever. <laughs> but real. um, I I loved living out there. Came back to Michigan because it's home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all the family and stuff's here. Yeah. Um, and then my, now my mom is actually, my mom and stepdad both moved back. Cool. They're in Bay City, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so that actually when I was in Arizona is when I, I was in a band in middle school, but like. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. You know, yeah. the drummer didn't know how to count for. Yeah. I didn't know that he didn't know how to count for. Yeah. You get your buddy like we yeah. got our buddy Dobber signed to play bass. He didn't know it. It was like we set a bass on him and he hit the low string. You know, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you're writing, yeah, and you're writing really great. shitty songs. <laughs> so I mean, were your parents like big in the tunes, or how did it was just an interest? Like, uh, you friends, had family yeah, like yeah. I mean, when my dad was a teenager, you know, he was playing guitar, um, but I mean, he wasn't. They didn't really like try it. I mean, that that was you know the '60s, so it was a completely different world. Yeah. Um, but they didn't they didn't really go for it. They knew one guy who was like really talented, uh, guitar player, and he kind of went off and did something. But they were in a band with that guy for a minute. Other than that, I mean, I was just kind of raised on whatever they were listening to. But uh, my uncle was a drummer, a uh, big time musician, a big time influence on me. Um, but that was it. Other than that, it was just what my friends were playing and yeah 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 so the the steps that i took was i bet yours is about the same was alternative rock to metal like metallica yep okay metallica Metallica was was still one of my favorite bands you know metallica was number one that's i mean i got the white explorer i I listened to old records i made and i'm like oh i'm just doing a hetfield Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) uh but then from there, <clears throat> then moved into like Dream Theater. Yep. That was the logical Dude, step. It's the same. We're like the same fucking what person is what I'm starting to discover. I'm better it, looking, of course. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, besides yeah. that, you know. Yeah. I have a bigger schlong. So. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Not according to my wife, apparently, who passes out every time. You're <laughs> she, doesn't know. she doesn't know. She doesn't know. <laughs> She's very faithful, dude. No, yeah. No, she, <laughs> she, She's she, like zipping around up there. She's yeah. Like, she, Keep my name out your mouth. <laughs> 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 no yeah she's great she loves uh she loves music too she's a she's a bigger fucking prog rock fan than i am nowadays yeah you that's know? awesome yeah, yeah but yeah that was the fucking uh i i knew it i knew it that that was gonna be like and then into dream theater and then from there you know it's like then it goes out mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. the first time i heard dream theater it was like i i was maybe a little late to the i mean i was still pretty young i was in seventh grade or something it was definitely scenes from a memory 
yeah was like that came out and like we caught wind of it and like got that cd i remember playing it on my dad's sound system and sitting there listening to it reading the lyrics which mm-hmm. like you don't do this anymore no. it sucks uh, and just being blown away i'd never heard <laughs> anything like this in yep. my you know fucking 14 years on the planet or yeah whatever. and just being like what is this like yep. couldn't follow it couldn't grasp how this was happening yeah you know? and it was their seventh record by that point or something yeah. but i was just not in the know on that for for me i got into dream theater uh when they released falling into infinity yeah and it's a great uh, record yeah it, it is i mean amongst dream theater fans it's not gonna be ranked the highest but it was my first one Mm -hmm. and uh i loved it and the reason why i bought it is because at the time i had a subscription to guitar one magazine Uh, and they transcribed burning my soul mm -hmm. and and at the time i was learning whatever they transcribed same but mine was guitar world yeah i mean same same idea yeah i I saw them in the yeah they're still in there that's a hell of a way to figure out the lay of the land it's like and let me uh, get down to some petrucci at 14 Uh years old yeah it was yeah it was um i mean it was a good way to discover new music too it's like you know i learned don't fear the reaper Mm -hmm. and uh you know got in a blue oyster cult because of that i mean i'm not like a big fan but yeah that's one example i can think of off the top of my head of something i learned just because they transcribed it and uh actually that i can i remember that issue it had dime bag on the cover yeah and uh yeah burning my soul is what they transcribed and uh so i was just i you know i sought Uh the music listened to it and I was like, whoa. Yeah. I remember <laughs> yeah, the yeah. first song, New Millennium, which is now one of my favorite Dream Theater songs ever. Yeah, it's a good track. And I'm just like, I'm listening to it, and, and I'm, I'm and then I get to burning my soul, and I'm like, what is going on here? And then I realize, like, the guitar solo that they transcribed for Burning My Soul was the keyboard solo. Oh, they put it in the guitar. Yeah, and I'm like, guitar, wait yeah. a minute, that's a freaking yeah. keyboard, dude? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. at the time, I was like, keyboards are for gays. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, <you> know, <laughs> and, uh, and the gays are like, fuck yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so that really opened up my world to music, mm-hmm. and I was just like, wait a minute, they're, this, is, this is fucking sweet. And uh, yeah, so Falling to Infinity, and then from there, like with Tension Experiment, yeah, and then you start yeah. to get into the all, all older albums. Mm-hmm. And my mind wasn't blown yet until I heard metropolis part one when i finally got into uh, images yeah, and words yeah. and i heard them play that instrumental mm-hmm. section and i would i just remember sitting there in my bedroom going like what the fuck did yeah. i just hear <laughs> yeah like what just happened <laughs> yeah and uh i, I was just like how yep. and apparently back when that album came out people heard that song because pull me under was a big hit and this yeah, this is a yeah. story that Pete, uh, my keyboardist, he's told me, and how many other people have thought this way. But uh, when Im- Im- uh, Images and Words came out, and everyone got familiar with it, all right, Metropolis, no way they can do this live. And then they go to see Dream Theater live. What song do they open with? Fucking Metropolis Part 1. Yeah, indeed. Say, actually, fuck you guys. We're here to destroy. Oh, yeah. And, I uh, I could play that shit. Yeah, yeah. It, you know. And so I was a big dream theater nut. And so by the time scenes from a memory came out, I already, already already knew I, they were doing a slow release of the artwork on their website. Oh, okay. So their website was like the once in a lifetime album artwork. It was based on all that. And, um, the first change that happened was the picture of Derek Schrenian got changed to a picture of Jordan Rudis. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) And I was like, what, why that's so stupid. And then Uh, I eventually learned 
you know, liquid tension experiment. But um, we were talking about Derek Serenian last night. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I was just listening to Once in a Lifetime on my way yeah. here. Actually, it's quite, it's all kind of fresh. Yeah. But yeah, their their website started went from that to all black, nothing to click on. Oh, and nice. except for one little spot where it was like kind of orangish yellow, uh, you click on it and it takes you to a download of a 30 second sample of at the time it was fatal tragedy oh yeah and i was like what is going on <laughs> but they never revealed that it was metropolis part two right, right right um at all like they never did until the day of album release yeah i i when i go to buy the album and it says metropolis part two on it yeah i was like what uh-huh. what <laughs> just totally dorking out go home i listened to it in my headphones like i don't know six seven times yeah. in a row yeah lyrics and everything just like you did yeah. but yeah just blew my mind it's still a top fucking it's probably definitely still in the top 10 for me it's, it's a top just, 10 it's for just me. a fucking a time and a place, and those guys were on a, just. I don't they know, were on fire. They were on fire. They, you know, coming off of the fucking quote unquote poppier stuff yep. that they, which is still crazy prog shit. Yeah, really. But like, you know, they were just like, we're just gonna go, you know, full fucking ham into what we mm-hmm. do. We got this new keyboardist who's fucking a wizard. Yep. And, you know. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. When I die, I want the spirit carries on to be played at my funeral. <laughs> fucking so sitting there for 16 what minutes. Let's go, come on, let's move it Eight along. Here. It's wildly uncomfortable. Yeah. I always say that I want eulogy from Tool played as my eulogy. Yeah. Oh, and now here's sick. 12 minutes of eulogy <laughs> yeah. from Tool. Yeah, where it starts out with that two-minute clave intro. Everybody's like, oh, Jesus is uncomfortable. Dude, that song, Eulogy. I remember when I first got that album and I put that put that on and Eulogy's playing and it's you know real quiet, real quiet, real quiet. And then when that drums and guitars all kick in, I was like, oh, that's the heaviest thing I've ever heard. It's pretty good. That's my favorite album of all time. Yeah, that's I, number one. Oh, I'm the big, like, in case you haven't noticed, the fucking old oh, yeah, tool. Oh, yeah. There's it, one yeah. behind you. There's one that's not even framed. That's cool. Uh, I'm a massive, massive tool fan. Well, that, it's the same, kind of the same story when I got into, that was Animo had just come out, and uh, it was, I was 13, mm-hmm. and again, like, we thought, we literally thought that, like, Danny Carey was, like, multi-tracking his drums. Like, how could one man, you know, we're, like, Dave Grohl, Tommy yeah. Lee fans, yeah. whatever. Like, how can one guy do play all that. this? We didn't really know he was using the electronic drums and do, just doing all, you know, everything he does. And he's just amazing. Yeah. But that album that album literally changed my life it was like oh this is this is it for me mm-hmm. <laughs> it still is you know yeah. pretty like, tough to wrap your head around uh, dc at fucking 13 yeah. years mm-hmm. old yeah. soak all that and yeah, for yeah. Sure, dude. and that's when i saw him live for the first time i was 13 years old too at, at Lollapalooza, and it was just like oh okay well that's that's it for me <laughs> i finally saw a tool in 2019 late 2019 yeah little yeah. caesar's arena yeah i missed that show like an idiot I wish I would have went. No, I couldn't. I didn't miss it. I couldn't get tickets. Really? Fucking. It was one of those fucking tickets were gone immediately, and I was just not in the queue. You know that sucks. It does. I saw him next time around here in town, but I've seen Tool. You've you've seen him seventeen ish times or something. Dude, like we that, had you know? two Tool cancellations for shows. We yeah, because they're uh, one of the shows we were gonna see, which is the first time I was set to see him. I believe was on nine eleven. Oh, if you remember yeah, that, oh, so they I had remember. to pump that show. Yeah. Oh man, and that was then, here uh, in Grand Rapids on nine eleven. They, and they yeah. fucking nixed that show for COVID a couple of years back too, yep. which thankfully they rescheduled and scored tickets for that. Rocked yep. it, but 
Yep. Yeah, man. Fucking and like Tool now mm-hmm. is it, they're amazing. Like yeah. it was amazing, right? Yeah. yeah. But then it was even it was it's different. I imagine it was like it's, pissed off. It's more yeah, there's more of like that fucking young, hungry, like Maynard is just out of control back then, which is, you know, now he's I mean he's like in some ways a better singer now, yeah. but like yeah, yeah, back then sure. with the full on screams and the shit he was doing and like there's an energy to like the fucking anima era and then mm-hmm. like Ladder Alice was like Ladder Alice was the perfect combination of still that with also yep. a newer adult uh whatever you'd call it, I don't know, like maturity. So it was like the perfect combination of that. So that was yeah. probably their peak as a live band. Like just, you know, everybody in top form. Just whoo, man, I saw that show seven times or something and then ten thousand days probably six or seven times dang bro a bunch of random shows in between there what um what did you think of fear inoculum uh i really like fear inoculum I, <laughs> I it's hard for me to criticize a band like this but i don't love the song fear inoculum and no i, I it was a terrible lead single. don't love it as the first song yeah. on the record and the first single yeah thought that was a bad idea i remember like putting <laughs> it on i was uh-huh. at work and like i just got like a text or whatever dude new tools so yeah I, I put it on i was listening to it and i'm like all right cool they're building it up uh-huh. yeah they're building it up they're building the song's over yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes go by i mean i like it now you yeah. know i like yeah. it for what it is and it's a hand job that doesn't quite finish you off. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. You with blue balls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt like they could have. Uh, well, it's it's tough too because the anticipation for that record was so high because it had been because so of the time that it can't ever be met. Yeah, and that, that's a problem with it taking that long. And uh, I've, other bands have done this. I mean, that's the fucking Chinese democracy. Fucking, you know, like, right. It can't, it doesn't even matter if it's good or not. It can't meet anybody's expectations. No, no. And this is the problem with this, with that tool record, even though it did a pretty good job at meeting most expectations. It's pretty, yeah. I mean, the sound of it, like the mix and everything is mm-hmm. unbelievable. You know, there's great songs. I think Numa, the second song, might be the best song they've ever done. Yeah. So it's like this contrast of mm-hmm. that, you know. Um, I'm getting really bad at like remembering song titles. Oh, me too. What's it's, the yeah. one? Um, it's like about a soldier or whatever. And warrior. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah, know if that's yeah. a name. Yeah, yeah. Too, but yeah. That's that's like the lyric. Yeah. Anyway, I, that that to me is the best song on that it's album. A good song. Yeah. That's a huge, that's a huge track. Song. Yeah. Yeah. If it's what I'm thinking of, it is. Yeah. yeah, that's a great, that's a great song. And then like, like uh, the last song, that Tempest song, it's okay. fucking awesome. But then it kind of like, it honestly goes a little wanky toward, and it kind of doesn't ever come back around. And and that was always something that Tool never did. They were always way more about if they were gonna go off somewhere, it always came back mm-hmm. to the song, and then the song finished with like a big finish, and you know yeah. the big endings they're known for and shit, and mm-hmm. like. This song, it just kind of like goes off the rails for a while, but then it never really comes back around. And I'm like, bring it back to that chorus. Like, I want to yeah. hear that chorus one more time. You know? I was going like, to say, Tempest is like the closest to that, like, older tool. It uh, is because style wise. It's literally some old riff that he'd had floating around it? for years. Oh, yeah. Okay. So well, then like that just, makes sense. Yeah. That main guitar riff that it opens with is just something that was they'd been toying with for yeah. 30 years or something. There's so. some fury in that too, and it just kind of fucking rocks. It's oh, balls it's badass. Out, and it I mean, shows. it won a Grammy. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not not good. That album, the album won a Grammy? <laughs> I think that song in particular won. Tempest? Grammy. Yeah. Best rock. Tools won, I think, four Grammys. So. Oh. Yeah. Was that the. 
did they beat out Dream Theater? I hope so. Well, no, I don't know. How yet, Dream maybe. Theater has one now. <laughs> yeah, just, they have one now. Uh, yeah, the for the, the latest, yeah, the latest record. It's fucking trash. You don't like? Oh it? yeah, the Alien. The I song like their Alien. new record. I think it's good. It's better than the, the Astonishing. Last couple. The ast- uh, the crappening. It, it's uh, <laughs> it's. <laughs> I, I think I think a view from the top of the world is better than. Uh, I think that's the best one they've the done skull. since Mike Portnoy left. The, I the disagree. Yeah? Yeah, the self-titled one, right? one. Okay. To me, that was the best one post-Portnoy. Yeah, that was really good, too. Yeah. I really liked the guitar tone uh-huh. on that album. I thought it was really great. Yeah. Um, the Enemy Inside is just a yeah. phenomenal song. And I don't like Mike Mangini's drumming. Oh, yeah? For that song, he yeah. does this drum fill where i swear to god he's playing like 128th notes yeah just yeah, yeah. Like, but i i can't stand like i was listening to a live album where he plays on it and i'm like oh he, he too robotic for he's way too robotic yeah, he's like a, he's obviously he's yeah. he's insane like his talent yeah. is off the charts but like he fucking sucks to listen to like, in the band. <laughs> okay yeah uh, i don't uh, just ugh. other people share that opinion yeah yeah i like him but yeah you know yeah, I could see where that's a thing. Um, I think he does hold the world record for the fastest, most notes in a minute. Yeah, I think I remember yeah. like which was the thing he was doing before that. even Dream Theater, right? When he was like in, he was like teaching at Berkeley and all that, or whatever mm-hmm. he was doing. And they'd have like a uh, a drum pad that mm-hmm. measures. You know, I actually have done that before at a, like marching band things back in the day. They yeah. had that set up, and you can fucking test how many <laughs> how many notes you can play in a minute or whatever. And I think that's he crazy. has the world record, or at least he did. I mean that would make sense. He yeah. is he is insane. Like yeah. his drumming ability is just yeah crazy. There is a thing between technical ability and mutiny, I don't know musicality or just yeah. what you enjoy listening to. I mean like that Portnoy flair, baby, that <laughs> showmanship. Yeah, I, Mike Mangini should start wearing the Portnoy jersey like Portnoy used to wear <laughs> back <laughs> in the day. Portnoy, you got you can say what you say. He's I, I'm a huge fan, you know, yeah. but he's also a bit of a douchebag. <laughs> he's a turd but he fucking rules man. Rules, you, you gotta tip your cat and to the loves, guy but... you know what he fucking loves it he fucking yeah. loves music mm-hmm. and metal and bands yep. and I mean he's a huge fan of other bands and, and that's the thing that they removed from Dream Theater by yeah. not having like that like that outside looking in yeah. thing whereas now I feel like Dream Theater is more about well this is uh, you know what we're doing is the most important thing and I don't know. It just yeah. hasn't really sounded fresh to me in a while. Yeah, I mean, it's a. It's but I guess any you know, band that's going to be around for thirty mm-hmm. some years or whatever, and it's going to happen. He 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 left. I mean, it wasn't really like the band's choice. No, you I know. know. So it's like it is what it is. Yeah. You know, like you're gonna fucking. Uh, and I think I think Mangini was a good like. I'm sure you watched the documentary. Oh yeah, I watched and all that, it. And like, um, I I for me, he was definitely the best choice out of everybody in that yeah. group. You know, I'm I a was, huge Thomas Lang fan, but I wouldn't have. Uh, maybe wanted him in that I don't band. think he was right I like Marco Minerman I didn't think he was right at all for Dream Theater see Every, I, everybody that was the was guy like, I was like that's Pick the one. I, he's too he's too wacky dude you know like eh, not for Dream Theater for me yeah you know? and that's probably ultimately like mm-hmm. why he, he did get chosen yeah and Virgil just kind of sucked yeah and he's great too but he's amazing yeah. he's an amazing drummer i've yeah. seen him live with planet x yeah. at uh the irock in detroit a little club smaller than the token nice and uh you know tony mcalpine and yeah. Derek Shrenny. it was fucking awesome yeah yeah he's insane like yeah. virgil donati's insane i yeah 
But, yeah. you know, he's like playing in that traditional grip most of the time. And I'm just like, not for, not for Dream Theater. No. Just to, you need a metal yeah. guy. Yeah. You know? To me, Mangini was the best call. Of all those guys they auditioned, I thought that was definitely the pick. So, and it is, you know, it does. Dream Theater is an exercise in fucking technicality, too. Absolutely. You know? So, like, there is that aspect of it. Or, like, well, this guy's the fucking most technical <laughs> motherfucker on the face of the earth. And, you know, I, you could make the argument. In fact, fucking Nick was last night that Derek Sherinian, it's the same argument. He's Nick's saying last night Sherinian's the best keyboardist Dream Theater had. That's It's the same argument. Yeah. It's like, he's more musical. He's yeah. more like rock starry mm-hmm. he's more like you know like playing more like organ oriented kind mm-hmm. of shit or whatever i'm yep. a huge fan of him but you know you got jordan rudess he's a, a literal wizard yep you know can <laughs> so do like, anything uh, and everything did you see him recently he just put out a video of him playing guitar no this is a sick guitar of dude. course he is and dude. he's playing he's playing guitar and keys at the same time in Fuck unison <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's a monster like yeah. obviously and I think the old story goes that Kevin Moore suggested Jordan Rudez to replace him. Oh, uh, yeah. But Jordan wasn't able to. Yes, or I know whatever. that they wanted him at that yeah. time. They even like was, played uh, a couple shows with him. Yeah, he was under contract or with something else. He was like doing, doing the Dixie Dregs, I think, is what he was there doing. There you go. Yeah. 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 But <laughs> it's funny. Like, I'm not necessarily Team Sherinian in Dream Theater. No, you don't have to be. I'm, I'm just... Kevin Moore all the way. Oh, really? Yeah. To me, like, yeah. his lyrics and his well, approach. That's, yeah, that's true. You know, that, that would have, Dream Theater would have been a wildly different band yeah, had he stayed. Yeah. Same or, thing with, like, if Cliff Burton was still a Metallica. It's a, you wonder. You wonder. You know, wonder. They would have been a, a pretty different band, I think, because he would have been really anti. Well, you don't know. Yeah. You know, he could have matured too, but like, right. as they all did. But like, theoretically, I mean, he was by far the most anti establishment, anti, you know, yeah. like punk rock aspect of that group right. at the time. So, like, would they have become the stadium juggernauts that they did? Probably. You, you just don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. at that time, right? Weren't they mm-hmm. blowing Ozzy off the stage? Yeah, opening for him. There's yeah. a pretty good amount of momentum going for him by yeah. then. There was for sure. Would crushed but, regardless, but. Yeah, I'm sure they would have been okay, but you get what I'm you get what I'm saying. Like the when yeah. they turned more polished, even like at the Black Album and mm-hmm. stuff. Like you know, like you think he would have been like, nah, fuck that, yeah. get this Bob Rock guy yeah. out of here. Or, you know, even going even into Load, which I fucking love. I'm a huge Load fan. Dude, Same, you know, <laughs> those records are badass. Yeah, to me. yeah, uh, and yeah, I don't know. It's a dude. I still dig that pre-fucking Black Elm. I'm kind of one of those douches. I'll admit it. I'll raise my hand. Like, Black Elm's choice, but at the same time, like, it's uh, it's a little too polished. Give me that garage feel, baby. Yeah, Give me that yeah. master. Give me that fucking Injustice. Little Ride the Lightning. Those albums are great. I, I mean, they're love, obviously great. Yeah. I don't love Ride the Lightning. No? Never, I never have. Uh-uh. That's or funny. Or Kill Them All. Yeah. Well, they're fine. I, I understand that. Yeah. I, I get it, but, like, I like them. Yeah, I like them. I'm not saying I, like, hate them or anything, yeah. but to me, it's, like, when it's, like, Master of Puppets. Is the, that's Master of Puppets is my favorite They were fucking album. 17 when they were making Kill Them All and stuff, or whatever, 18 or 19. You know, it's like you can't expect it to be. Right. You know, you need a couple records in, you know? Yeah. And now they're making great shit, but... Uh, what do you think of the new talc? You catching that at all? Big fan of the Lux Eterna. Yeah, it's a great song. Uh, the second song, which I don't remember what it's called. Suicide, some screaming Yeah, suicide. screaming suicide. Yeah. Um, just made me want to put on load. <laughs> and that's what I did. Um, made but, you want to commit a screaming suicide? Yeah. <laughs> Something like, I like that. It. I like it. Um, yeah, and actually I was just having this conversation with my buddy Kevin last night about these two songs. He's like, dude, 
the second song, the Screaming Suicide or whatever it's called, he's like, it'd be better if it were slower. And, uh, uh, yeah, because yeah. I guess like, you know, you, you take it, if you take a song like Sad But True and speed it up, it would be shitty. Yeah. So he's that. like uh-huh. the opposite. But the song Loxy Turna, I freaking love that song. Yeah. I, it's, you know, Loxy Turna. Yeah. That's a great, it's yeah. a great lyric. Uh, yeah. And or, it's just a short little banger, uh-huh. you know, like riff, classic mm-hmm. riff on the guitar. Yeah. Like that's kind of almost as if they did. A song from Kill 'Em All today. Yeah, that's definitely where I think their heads are. And I, I kind of feel it was like cool. they've been in, their heads have been in that direction for a minute now, like bringing it back. Oh yeah, like, since you know, Death Magnetic. Yeah, yeah. Which I think sucks. Do you? <laughs> we were talking about it last night. Uh, it's it's definitely polarizing. Uh, it's I just li- a bad like mix, it. dude. Yeah, that could be. You know, it's probably better than it sounds. Well, that's kind of the fucking uh, problem with a lot of the later Metallica stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I liked Hardwired. I thought it sounded good. I liked that, too. I didn't love the song Hardwired for Self-Destruct, though. No? No, that's what I'm saying. Dude, like, I watched... Um, <laughs> they did a video or a, a, a live concert, and they like recorded the whole thing, I think, at Wembley. Yeah. Um, And they opened with that. I think they opened with that song. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. It was just... Yeah. It was crushing. No, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Did you see the uh, the concert film thing that they put out? That has like half like actual like movie and half concert film. I don't think so. Just came out maybe 2018, 2019, something like that. I did not. They put a bunch of money into it. <laughs> uh, it was like a theatrical release and shit. Did, like, it, did it have something to do with uh, their second symphony thing? No, did? it wasn't that. This wow. was like a standalone like a uh, concert film. Hmm. Like, you, you know the fucking, uh, are you familiar with the Song Remains the Same Zeppelin concert film thing where it's yeah. like it's concert film, but then there's like film video shit happening. Like documentary type shit? Not, no, not even that. Even like weird like movie, like a movie, like weird imagery of like film I never, I never watched it, but I, yeah. I knew what it was. You should. You should get all yeah. fucked up and watch some Song should Remains. get all fucked up? Yeah. Don't watch it sober. That's no good. <laughs> You're not going to have a good time. That way I won't notice all their wrong notes. <laughs> yeah. So this was basically Metallica's version of this. And it was like, it was their full on stadium show. But then it was also like, like they, they hired like legit, some legit filmmaker. I mean, it's like real cinema cameras hmm. and stuff to like make like the story of this kid that had to like it's like it's literally some crazy story of like the kid's like a roadie at the show and he gets sent on some fucking mission and all this shit happens to him it's actually pretty cool yeah i liked it um again it didn't really i don't think it really i think it kind of bombed on him you know but like i never even heard it well yeah yeah check so. it out though it's i liked it uh, yeah and the, and the concert footage is fucking huge i mean okay. it's shot like top tier professional yeah. i mean you can up. youtube that wembley show i watched yeah, the whole sure. thing yeah. it was like two and a half hours long or right whatever. right they put out like all their shit on youtube now they drop whole concerts constantly yeah, yeah. good which is cool yeah, yeah. they're just like yeah, fuck napster it. bad yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean how many times can you hear enter sandman they're like you, you know everybody's heard it dude you know like we're just putting out these yeah. shows you know you ever seen metallica live not yet no you getting tickets to the already got up? them. Nice. Yeah. Fuck. I might have dropped the ball on that. I'm sure it's already sold out. It's always like coming in two years, Metallica. I mean, it, yeah, <laughs> like, literally, fuck, it was dude. a year away uh-huh. when when we got the tickets. So yeah, I might have to look into it. And uh, you know, Pantera's uh, Pantera uh-huh. air quotes is yeah. uh, opening for him. So oh, I didn't know that was yeah. part of the, the deal. That's uh, the first night. 
Okay. It's, oh, cause it, yeah, it's like it's, a two, um, weird two-night tour thing. Yeah, right? so the first night, I think, is... Oh, fuck, I don't remember the first band. But it's one band, Pantera, Metallica. The second night is like Ice Nine Kills, yeah. uh, Five Finger Death Punch, and then Metallica. Oh, no. So I will be getting absolutely hammered in the atrium while those two bands are playing. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll go... Grinding through the punishing and opening ads. And then I'll go and check out Metallica. So is that the one you got... Or wait, do you get to go to both shows or do you have to choose? From my understanding, I'm going to both. Oh. I, th- I thought the tickets you get is for both. Whoa. Okay. I didn't yeah. know that was the deal. Yeah. Shit. Look into that. It's like 250 bucks. I think we're in the lower bowl Oh, that's going to be huge because they always play in the round... Yeah, uh, yeah. I've seen. I've only seen Metallica once. Really? And it was on. It was uh, right after Saint Anger came out. Oh. <laughs> but to be fair, they played nothing off of Saint Anger. Not even Frantic. Uh, they might have played one or two songs. Yeah, but you know, it was like they came out with this fucking like coming out with Blackened and just it was just all the classics. Okay. You know, like and it was clutch. It was fucking huge. That's awesome. Know? I remember when before Saint Anger came out, like they were on MTV doing this live thing where they're. MTV used to do this thing where they put a band out and they'd play live on this yeah. show and then there, there was like raising money for something. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't remember exactly. I could be a little wrong. Were in they that. in like a super small club? It was small. Yeah. I kind of remember that yeah. too. But yeah. they fucking played Frantic. And I just remembered, you know, yeah. Yeah. and I'm just like, holy shit, this is heavy. Yeah. Oh, this is the new stuff. Yeah. Holy shit, you know? Yeah. And then like the album came out and it was just like, woof. It just sounds so bad. It's so bad. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows that. It's yeah. that that point has been beaten, beaten to death. But yeah, we can to beat death. it a little more. Yeah, but <laughs> I, but if you're able to get past it, there's some bangers. That's on That's what thing. I said. We were talking about it just last night, actually, yeah. because I, I'm a sort of a fucking apologist on that album too. Where I think that there's some really great songs on yeah. that album. I always say the second half of the album is better than the first half of the mm-hmm. album too. Um, and then like, you just have to get past that goddamn snare drum sound yeah. mostly. You yeah. Know? Usually it's like when the ear fatigue kicks in, uh-huh. that's when the snare sounds better. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think they dialed back. If you listen to the whole album, I think like the second half of the album, they actually, it's a little less they of that crazy it up? snare. Sorry. Like they dialed it back a little more or something. And I could be full of shit on that or just sounds change as the album is being made. The that's mic's true. moved and right. you know, there it's a different week, a different set up or whatever who knows it's probably exactly what happened yeah different snare drum different fucking whatever and like it still is like that but it's it's definitely a little less like the that fucking i think it's that second song it was like the first single that came out that one in particular is like some kind some kind of monster is that what it is i don't remember yeah (laughs) yeah it rings for like ever (laughs) uh, i heard that shit in my car on the radio and i was driving here through town and it came on and i was like what the fuck is this Metallica? <laughs> like, what is? You know, I'm like, this can't be. You know, <laughs> it it was. Yeah, it was. It is. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's get another drink. All right. So uh, you said you wanted to start talking about religion and politics. From, yeah, from definitely. Here on out. Yeah, so that's what the rest of the show is gonna be. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. Dude, did you guys see this thing though? This dance or. Uh, fucking actor from dances with wolves nathan chasing horse have you seen this guy no no so he was one of the indian native american dudes from um dances with wolves 
this cat just got busted. He apparently was doing like he had this whole polygamous thing oh, going boy. on yeah. in Las Vegas. My name is Nathan Crush's ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, how can I get so much ass? Oh, I know. It goes by Nathan blown a lot these days. But, uh, no, this dude had five wives. He was like prepping them for police to come in and shit. So he's training them up with like all kinds of assault rifles uh, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, classic. Suicide pills saying like if Ooh. they come here and you can't get the job done, fucking off He got yourself. David Koresh's he got Correct. Yeah, uh-huh. He's yeah. taking a page out of the Mormon yeah. playbook, yeah, bro. Going Latter day yeah. Saints. But um apparently for like twenty years he's been doing this fucked up shit and he got this reputation as like a medicine man. And so he's going uh-huh. all over the northwest and doing this crazy shit. Dude, police ended up raiding his home. They found <laughs> memory cards with videos of like sexual assaults and stuff. Oh Jesus. He was letting um people pay money, like hostile style, to come in and just like do all kinds of fucked up shit, dude. They found 41 pounds of weed, uh-huh. psilocybin mushrooms, all nice. sorts of guns and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, dude. Wow. Pretty out of control. Had this whole cult called the Circle. Oh, I mean, you, what else are you going to call it, dude? Yeah, if you're going to yeah. be a medicine man, uh-huh. you got to. You got to really just lean into it's it, super, I guess. I know. <laughs> Jeez, dude. I mean, if you're going to be a polygamist, you got to go all in. <laughs> There's no half measures. I, honestly, when you said he had five wives, my first initial thought was only five? Well played. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys ever catch that big love show back in the day with Bill Paxton? It was an HBO show in no, the early 2000s. I didn't have God damn, I love that It's show. about, uh, yeah, he's a Mormon or whatever. Yeah, Latter-day Saint yeah. type thing, same type of deal, but. Polygamy is all outlawed, so he's got these houses right. next to one another. He's like stacking. Yeah, that's how they do it, man. It's killer, man. Love me some setting Bill up Paxton. franchises. Pour one out, Bill Paxton, baby. Big love. Oh yeah, he has passed away, isn't he? I did not know that. Tragic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed. Jeez. Fucking uh, Mitt Romney. We can talk about. We talk about politics. Yeah, he, he's a fucking Mormon. His whole family's in like they. They're all in Mexico and shit. Where like really polygamy is like not so frowned upon or whatever. Yeah. They probably just don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, he exactly. never owned up to that though, right? Like he was fighting no, that tooth and no. nail. From what I understand, his family like man, it was it's pretty a, well it's confirmed. Thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has Michigan ties too, doesn't he? Maybe I don't know. I don't actually know a lot about the guy. Yeah. But. I mean, I just you know, know he's, he's a weirdo. Some, yeah, some kind of something or other in Michigan. He's definitely Mormon. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Good looking man. Great head of hair on that son of a bitch. The yeah. quaft of hair. Wives all over the fucking that place, man. Setting up fucking franchises, like I'm saying. You got a hairline <laughs> like that. Dude, you need multiple. <laughs> that's from uh that's a line from Fight Globe. Oh, okay. <laughs> great movie. It is a great movie. That's probably my favorite movie. Yeah, like, yeah. that's number one. Yeah, it's a, it's a tie. I've talked about this ad nauseum a little bit, but it's a tie between Fight Club and uh, the first Lord of the Rings movie, which are very different movies. Totally different styles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine is The Big Lebowski. Okay, that's always a, that's will a good, be. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a clutch flick. easy pick too for a number one for sure. That's a great yeah. fucking movie. I got a The Dude Abides uh, magnet on my fridge as that's we speak awesome. right now. It's mm-hmm. prime time, man. That's awesome. I made a coffee mug. I can make. Custom coffee mugs, and it says, uh, This mug really tied the room together. <laughs> it's, got, it's got the dude on it. That's you know? awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good mug. What other kind of movies do you like? Like, you got like a genre you like? You know, kind of... uh, I'm not a horror movie guy for no? sure. No, oh, okay. nope. Now, like, 
I don't care if bands sing about that stuff. Like to me, I think that's, that's all. What good. a lot of metal is, you and know, like, yeah, to be cheesy. Well, you know, time, but, yeah. black metal is, yeah, you know, they, they'll actually follow through. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, not a horror movie guy. I don't like being scared. Uh, just don't don't like it. Uh, okay. Don't like don't like jump yeah. scenes. Don't need to see all the gory stuff either. Mm-hmm. And that that <laughs> and actually, I've seen this movie several times since then. But uh, Living Dead. Right or Evil Dead, Evil Dead. Oh yeah, Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. Yeah. Great movie, actually. Yeah. I think it's great. You know, but when I was like five yeah. or whatever, <laughs> it scared the shit out of me, and I just remember like not being able to sleep because I was afraid of getting attacked by a zombie or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I had this, I had this irrational like safety mechanism, like. No, they're not going to come and get me because Godzilla would stop them first. Well, he would. <laughs> yeah, he totally would. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that was my thinking then. But ever since then. This uh, was like last year? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, last year. <laughs> that was no. back in the good old days, though, when bad movies were just bad movies. I think, like, once people found out that, like, oh, it's super kitsch and, you know, cheesy to have these fucking movies they started making intentionally piss poor horror movies like that to capitalize on that type of shit right but yeah so not not a horror movie guy uh definitely like a comedy dude i i just like to you know enjoy it yeah um or uh i like a movie like fight club you know i like something a little twisty yeah a little weird yeah what are your go-to comedy flicks uh (laughs) big lebowski obviously Yeah, yeah big lebowski for sure obviously um Ace Ventura. Yeah, I love Ace Ventura, man. Uh, I mean, there was a time in my life where I watched that like almost every day. I was younger. Yeah. You know? um, I saw that in the theater opening day, dude. That's wild to me. Beg, beg was my it mom awesome? to take me. Yeah. Goddamn right it was awesome. Yeah. Dude, still a fucking Laughing your movie. fucking dick uh, off. I still maintain me, myself, and Irene. I think it's probably the funniest fucking Jim Carrey movie. It's a funny myself. movie. I mean, Irene's he put out great. a lot of great movies yeah. back then, man. I like, uh, I'm a huge Dumb and Dumber guy. Oh, That's, Dumb and Dumber's yeah. great. Yeah. It's a fucking hilarious movie. Oh, Samsonite. I was way... <laughs> there's so many... And that was yeah, there's a me, lot like, of lines. I watched that movie a million times, mm-hmm. too, of course, you know? So, like, that was... Yeah, I've seen yeah. it so many fucking times. It's so funny. Could you bring yourself to watch a Dumb and Dumber-er? Did either one of you guys catch that? Is that... So, there was... Is that the prequel... Cause there's some, yeah, was that the one where they they had like the two younger, younger guys? guys yeah, yeah. No, fuck no. no now could not do it. Jim Carrey and and um, what's his nuts? Jeff, Jeff Daniels. Uh, Jeff Daniels. Yeah. They did another one, yeah, right? Dumb and Dumber. Two, yeah, right. It was. Yeah. yeah. No, I couldn't watch the one with the younger guys. I feel like Me Dumb either. and Dumber Two is oh, not great. Either Dumb and Dumber Two was terrible, yeah. dude. Yeah. I, well, I went and saw it in the theater as well. That's another sh- one. The expectations are so high. Yeah. You know, you like, can't, what are you gonna do? You already did do? it. I know exactly. So, it was just bad. And I understand like trying to like do a prequel, yeah. but they just blew it. They sucked so bad. It was terrible. Well, I mean, I don't know because I didn't see it, but I, I know people that did. <laughs> no, no, it's the safe assumption. Yeah, so, yeah, but I think the only way I would watch that now is if like we're here right now and yeah. it's on TV and we're just talking we about talk how fucking about it. bad yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. It's mystery science theater yeah. the shit yeah. out of that yeah. thing for sure. Which is what we did for the Leprechaun 5 or whatever. That was the, ho- the Halloween special on the show. I maintain that was a legitimately great flick. It was a great movie. Loved every second Leprechaun 5, Lep in the Hood. If ever you want to see <laughs> an actor Ice in his tea. prime, look no farther than Ice-T in Lep they, 5, Lep in the Hood. They started making the Leprechaun movies became like legitimate comedies around like Leprechaun 4 because they knew it was so terrible. <laughs> 
there where they started making them yeah. actually like comedy. Funny. Yeah. And so it's starring Ice T and a bunch of fucking like no name and it's the leprechaun in the hood and you you, you got to go back and watch it uh, you got to watch us talking shit about it on this show okay <laughs> Last I, I should actually i should do that nick was there nick, it's a yeah. wildly entertaining flick it is it is just fucking good. funny just yeah. <laughs> um anchorman is another one that okay. comes to good mind movie. immediately yeah uh it's just so stupid yeah you know it yeah, took yeah. me a minute to get on board with that one Did that it? was another one i think it just got so overhyped and it was like, Dude, i agree it's the funny it had hangover syndrome same thing you're like if yeah, i had yeah. just True. seen hangover probably would have been great and i ended up liking it. it's fine expectations yeah. but man. Dude, everybody's yeah. like, it's the best movie that's See, ever I been made i didn't have any expectations i was actually that's why you love it as long as i went saying, when i you went have too high expectations i went to see it in the theater yeah on a date yeah um with this girl and uh i was laughing so fucking hard at you know in the theater like uncontrollable yeah. tears and you know i mean it was funny yeah and we're walking out she's like well you really thought that movie was funny <laughs> huh it's definitely more of a guy movie <laughs> for sure for sure i was that way dude the one that caught me off guard being andy inglot snuck into there's something about mary and oh, man. that was one of the hardest i've movie. ever laughed because we didn't you know like we were 14 or whatever and like we did not expect it to be so fucking funny and uh, matt dylan and fucking yeah, something about yeah. mary that's is the guy's all-time that, character dude it's that, so god those funny. that's Jesus the same guys that made dumb and dumber and uh that's the farley brothers fairly brothers fairly yeah. brothers was yeah. it yeah i did not know that yeah and uh what was the one you were just saying your favorite jim carrey movie uh, oh, I mean, me, myself, and I. Yeah, Irene. that's that yep. too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Fairly Brothers are fucking funny. Yeah, and uh, I think Kingpin, they also right? did a. Oh, yeah. Kingpin's Kingpin. one of my favorite yeah. comedies. I still haven't ever. fucking seen oh, it, bro. Oh, you got it. Oh, watch yeah, Kingpin, it's right man. up here. If you love, yeah, it was based on what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, you'll you'll love that movie. It's fucking sleeper kick ass movie from those guys, which I always had a soft spot for. Was Stuck on You. Have you ever seen Stuck on You? It's no. kind of silly. It's kind of dumb as you would expect Who's those guys, but. So it's Greg Kinnear and Matt Damon okay. as conjoined twins. <laughs> and that's the whole shit. Even just the setup, you know? It's like, pretty great. It's just yeah. a pitch right there. They go, they go into the Can studio. Can you imagine uh, going up to the big Hollywood producer? Yeah. All right. Greg Kinnear, Greg Kinnear Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Stuck uh, together. And then Matt Damon like, buying off on check, it. Yeah, bro, blank check. Make it. Damon well, Matt coming Damon's off a pretty good hot shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm in. I'm yeah. in. Sign me up. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty awesome. They're working in this burger place. They got this whole tandem fuck. Oh, man. It's good God damn. Matt yeah. Damon wants to go off and be an actor, so they're trying to cut oh, everything off funny. half screen. It's, it's endless entertainment. <laughs> Greg Kinnear's a little bit underrated, honestly. He's a he's a funny motherfucker. Kinnear's funny. He's choice. Yeah. Have you guys? You know what I was just thinking about? In, I was thinking about it because of uh, the shit going on with the Alec Baldwin. <laughs> um, you know, fucking and, uh, shooting people. <laughs> and uh, have you guys ever seen the Clerks cartoon? No. You Way know, back you know, in the Clerks, day, yeah, many you know, years ago, they made Kevin Smith made a Clerks cartoon. It was picked up by like ABC, not the place to be playing clerks. They aired, they they made six episodes. They, I, I know it existed. They aired yeah. two. <laughs> and it is one of the fun. It still to me is one of the funniest things ever made. And I don't want to overhype it to you, but mm -hmm. like. 
bro it is so funny it's so meta but why i was thinking about it is uh the villain quote-unquote of the show is this rich dude who moves back to the fucking clerk's hometown and it's it's written for and basically is it's alan rickman from die hard he's the villain <laughs> right but and because kevin smith had worked with alan rickman so i think yeah. he wrote it for him but alan rickman couldn't or didn't want to do it so alec baldwin does the voice and he's doing he's just doing alan rickman <laughs> it's Alec Baldwin doing, doing Alan, Alan Rickman. Rickman as essentially Alan Rickman as the diehard villain. Yeah. Is the villain of the clerks show. So he faces off with the clerks in like every episode. And it <laughs> and it's just the most like pop culture like the third episode is just like 100% a fucking uh Temple of Doom spin-off. <laughs> like it's it's seriously one the of my favorite thing. fucking things comedies like ever made, and I wish they would have made more. I don't know, maybe it would have got. They bad, had the you know? original but, voices for Jay and Silent Bob, though, right? Yeah, it's, those it's, guys it's the two. It's uh, Dante and Randall, Randall or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's the two guys. Did they release all six? Yeah, okay. on DVD. Okay. Like you had to like, and I have the the DVDs or yeah. whatever. And uh, we met uh jason muse at a actually randomly at a horror convention weird w it, very weird because he's in a couple weird horror movies oh did not know that and uh we got we got his autograph on a clerk's cartoon you know you get like gold you get like the eight by ten yeah fucking thing or whatever but you should definitely catch that shit because it's so goddamn funny man it's just like the stupidest like pop culture where would i even go to see that i don't even know honestly it's, it's probably so... on fucking youtube yeah you could probably get it on like find the dvds or whatever yeah. i'll find them i know i got them but god damn they're funny shit yeah man. yeah clerks is good shit have I was you ever seen one of my this favorite horror movies movie called tusk it was a kevin smith flick yeah yeah i haven't Justin seen it but i uh, heard, yeah. heard about it it's fucking no. weird yeah Justin Long, I want to say, as like a podcaster, and he's trying to figure out like his <laughs> whole sense. thing is he goes and breaks balls, right? Just like ripping on random fucking yokels and shit. So he finds this flyer in some Canadian bar or something for some guy that he wants to go investigate. Goes up there, the dude kidnaps him and starts slowly turning him into an otter. A walrus. It's fucking a, a walrus. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Yeah. It's the whale starring... Uh, <laughs> yeah, Brendan, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. <laughs> One of no, the few roles B. Fraser's ever turned out. But yeah, weirdly, Kevin Smith made a couple of horror movies, and yeah. I think that's why Jason Mewes was like in... Okay. Some horror movies or something. I don't even fucking know. Did man. he also make that Red State yes. flick? I haven't actually yes. seen that. My yeah. brother was talking about it saying it's yeah. pretty badass, like wild flick. I didn't see Clerks 3 either. There's yeah, I saw it. Yeah, Rosario the, Dawson. Came out, right? That was a good. A year ago or something. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was good. Yeah, it looked cool. Yeah. Or I was, like Kevin was Smith. Was 2 with Rosario Dawson. Yeah, she's in the second okay. one too. Okay. Yeah. Where they work at the fast food place. Yeah, Wait a minute. Yeah, nope. Yeah. I haven't seen three then. The third one like just came out. Oh no, like, I did not see it. Not I thought long, two was fine. Ago. Yeah, I liked two a lot. Yeah, it, was was fine. it was good. Had its moments. Yeah, it, that to me was one where you know, you're you were talking about expectations, you yeah. know, they're not meeting them. Yeah. To me that one was it the expectations weren't clerks one yeah so it was to yeah. me it was almost like a new movie and i, I thought it, it was is good. yeah not as good as i don't clerks love one, clerks obviously one i like it but like no it's, I, I like that's it. one of my favorite movies yeah. ever yeah mall rats to me which was like the bomb of the century yeah. right the mall rats to me is fucking just hilarious i love mall rats that's one that i watched a million times and when i was a wee lad that was a, definitely a teenage classic yeah <laughs> see you know i 
I like I liken clerks to what I was doing at the time I was working fucking retail. Yeah, yeah, and I did that for a long time. Yeah, so I clerks was always like right there. You got to just see like the if you work in a fucking you, office and you're yeah. watching office, office space. space, and that's me. Yeah, so Which like gr- another great movie. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell people like you don't even understand how accurate office space is. <laughs> like to, even to this day, yeah, like, the technology's dated and shit like that. But I'm like it's still the same. Still, it is exactly everyone ha- the same. Everyone still has fucking printer yep, problems. Yep, and I still joke about. I'm like you don't. You've never seen them where they pull the printer out and fucking beat it to death, dude. Like you have no idea <laughs> how accurate. Shit. Yeah, the funniest the low bat. key scene in that is when that dude's driving. I think right in the beginning of the flick, yeah, is blasting yeah. that gangster song, yeah. and he's word for word keeping up. Casually rolls the window up as the black guy walks up. He's like selling roses or whatever. Yeah, and he slowly turns the music down. And yeah, but he still is like, damn, it feels good to be a gangster. So good, it's a great song. It is a great song actually. It's a fucking badass song. It's a badass movie. Mike Judge is a genius. I yeah. Do you see any of the new uh, Beavis and Butthead Man, stuff? this has been a continuing been theme about has this it? over We're, many I apologize. No, I, need, no, no, no. I need to fucking we, yeah, go no, back and listen. But. We source are huge. It's a sore spot? spot? Because we haven't seen the new Beavis and Butthead movie because neither one of us has Paramount. Yeah, I don't have it either. So why I haven't seen it? Yeah, same with the episodes. Yeah. I haven't seen it because yeah. same thing with yeah. South Park, dude. South Park put out fucking a Bunch movie movies or multiple yeah. movies. What at fucking this point pay, on there? New pay wall are they behind? They've been like between like HBO and Paramount. I'm not. I can't even keep up, dude. They're like, on Paramount yeah, for that new shit. Now. Yeah, it's HBO like, like picked hey, up. Hey, let's get rid of cable. That way we don't have to pay all these bills. Yeah. Hey, let's sign up for ten fucking streaming services fucking price but at some like, point you gotta tap yeah exactly i'm literally it, yep. paying now more i pay for when YouTube. i had fucking just cable dude. i bailed on cable and it's like oh i gotta get hulu gotta get netflix no yeah. see yeah. I, I, I just won't do it i pay for youtube and i pay for uh what's the other one i just netflix i just no HBO. i i uh just dumped netflix amazon Oh, okay. But yeah. see, I'm a big fan. If you're gonna pay for the streaming service, it comes with something else. So like YouTube, yeah, you get Prime. Right. You, you pay for YouTube, yeah. you get no ads, and then you also get YouTube Music. Oh, so that's where, yeah, yeah. And good. then, but yeah. when, at the time I signed up, it was called YouTube Red, and you got yes. Google Google Music. Yeah. Now it's all YouTube. I signed up for YouTube Red, but I thought it was something completely different. <laughs> no, I was, that's I was uh, wildly disappointed yeah, when all no, I got that's... was fucking old, you know, old episodes of Mash. You know, very it's difficult to show. masturbate to old episodes. Yeah, of MASH. no, I, I, I pulled it off. <laughs> but it was hard going. Uh, what man. was his nuts? The the crossdresser in that show. That's yeah, probably, that's yeah, probably what did it for you. Yeah, that's it. Colonel Clinger, uh, uh, Clinger, Max Clinger. Yeah, that yeah, Clinger, yeah, yeah. yeah. Clinger. <laughs> this guy pulled nice. Mad he got Mash it. knowledge. Oh, I used to love me some dude. I love Mash. Mash is a great show. Fox played reruns. And mash all at night. eleven yeah, o'clock. So I would I would yeah. watch mash and then roll Dude, right yeah. into Lendo. They, they would do they would do they would do King, King of the Hill, yeah. something else, and then mash reruns. There's until... a meme going around that was like uh, our generation when this theme song came on, we knew it was time to go to bed. You know, it was like because uh, it was like, came on at ten yep. or whatever. I think I've said this before. I think you can make a pretty legitimate argument that Mash might be the greatest comedy show of all time. It's not my favorite. I've seen arguments for. Seinfeld, lot guy, of that hands Seinfeld. Out. Lot of but Mash is so far ahead of its time. It's Dude, the writing's it's so fucking quick. Yeah. It's yep. a joke. And the second. show was. Have you ever seen the yeah. movie? No, Never I've saw the movie. The movie, you know, came out first, and it's completely different people. Yep. Except for Radar. Yep. And uh, Radar remains. It's it's all right. It's it's all right. I don't know. I I I, I was a 
you know, pretty young when I saw it. So I may have a different appreciation. But the show, it's one of the few things where, like, the show is, like, better yeah, than the movie. Yeah, it transcended you know? generations, it, it did, bro. Yeah. It really did. It was really Alan great. Alda is also pretty fucking yeah. underrated yep. in general, man. He's you ever a great catch actor, Alan man. Alda in, like, yeah, actual oh, yeah. movies he's and shit? Great, he's a choice. Yeah, he's in a whole bunch yeah, of Yeah, I saw him in uh, On Golden Pond. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's a fucking yeah. terrible movie, and I don't know if he was actually in it. Oh. <laughs> I thought he was, though. He's in The Aviator. I know I could pull him from that with oh, yeah. Caprio. Yeah. He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Aviator's a choice flag. Yeah, he's a good fucking actor. Uh, Hot Lips Houlihan, R.I.P. She yeah. just died, dude. Did she? Yeah, oh, just like man. a month ago or something. Man, yep. that's too bad. Yep. Yeah, that was my grandpa's favorite show. He was a World War II vet, and he would watch MASH. He was MASH was just his fucking jam, dude. That's cool. Yeah, and then, you know, the theme song, which a lot of people don't know, has words to it, and it's a real song. It's called Suicide is Painless. I did not know. It's a fucking pretty goddamn dark song. I did not know that. they turned it into just the instrumental for the show. But, like, the real song, you know, is, like, from yeah. the movie and whatever. Like, they're like, yeah, this is not going to be the, the words to this. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> like, because like, oh, suicide is painless. It brings on many changes. And we can, it'll take all evening if we try or something like that. It's pretty fucked up, man. It's a, That's a dark, it's about surgeons in wartime. It's a pretty fucked up show when you really think about it, you know? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if... Well, that's kind of like part of what made MASH so great was because, yeah, it's a comedy. Yeah. But like they also would was, take time to remind you that yeah. actually we're in the middle of a war yeah. and we're dealing with some shit. A lot yeah. of drama. Yeah. Lot of what are the original MASH dramedies? Too, it is man, a dramedy. Think yeah. about it really. You know? Yep. And it's about how you have to cope with all this fucked up in this with comedy. Yeah. Basically is like they're, uh, that's really what that show is about. I just want to do side, deep- sidebar real quick. This, <laughs> this old fashioned is going down real smooth. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, <laughs> that old fashioned yeah. mix that gets yeah, a big nice. thumbs up. Dude. Yeah, yeah. It's super. I'm in. Shout Once you broke the, out the uh, fucking pipe fitting players, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Bitch over there. <laughs> had to have this motherfucker come in with plumbing tools. We've been <laughs> struggling this thing for two days straight hey, now, listen. trying to fucking manhandle this. I'm gonna find a way to get to my old fashioned. Nothing will stop me from making this drink. Yeah, that was gifted to us by shout out to Brandon our realtor shout out brandon thanks brandon good booze slash uh you know he did okay off this whole transaction i'm sure he did i'm sure sure he did fucker my realtor bought me a uh when i bought my house he he got me like a thing from omaha steaks a bunch of burgers and a couple of steaks yeah i'm not a big fan of omaha steaks. no i think uh honestly it's a lot of packaging yeah a lot of packaging not that much meat yep no uh He might up. end up hearing this one day. My my realtor Josh, he's the fucking man. Yeah. Shout out to Josh. I'll always me. always use him for my realty transa- transactions. Well, you know, maybe up the. Uh, That's what I'm gonna say. He, he asked me. You know, it's <laughs> moving up to that quarter cow you know, next time. No, you know what he asked me? He goes, so like, you know, like, uh, I want to get you something, man, for for your house. Like, what do what do you want? I was like, Home Depot gift card because I bought a piece of shit house. Uh-huh. And he's like, All right, yeah, cool. And then like. Omaha steak show. Yeah. I was like, all right. I mean, you know, thank you for the steaks. They uh, are good. He regifted yeah. that shit small. for sure, bro. No question Indeed. about it. <laughs> Came with like a yeah, yeah. chintzy people. knife set. And, uh, it's a good idea, though. It's a thoughtful uh, yeah. gift. No, I, I, I'm especially good. I mean, it sounds like I'm being an asshole. No, we're just kidding. But yeah. I, so what's know. the? Why is that bad? This seems like a pretty kick-ass idea. Is it the Omaha meat quality? Steaks, or what's the, the deal? The meat quality is okay. They're the small. Small. It's you're just paying for a whole lot of packaging, bro. 
yeah. it's coming in this big thing. Yep. Dry ice. Dry ice. Everything's yep, yeah. packaged in individual plastic fucking. Then there's these, you know, it's a silver dollar size fucking steak. And it's yeah. like, okay. It was a like, really good silver dollar size yeah, like steak. Like the quality's right. good, but like, man, you can just go up to the goddamn store and get a and I do. better steak. Yeah, for and sure. And I do. Yeah. You like yeah. uh, you like some steaks, dude? Dude, I'm a big steak guy. Yeah. Yeah. What's your cut? What's your steak cut of choice? Uh, ribeye, yeah, for sure. Hell, big um, ribeye, I mean, obviously, everyone enjoys a filet, but a big ribeye guy. Uh, I'm a ribeye. Oh, um, I like, yeah. Picanha uh, is something I, I've learned about because of uh, various YouTube. Oh, uh, I don't know what that is. Guys, it's like, uh, I, I forgot where on the cow it comes from. Uh, not, not that it <laughs> you fucking matters. You don't want to know, bro. You but, don't want to know. But it's, but it's just as like tender as a fucking uh, filet, but mm. like as flavorful as a ribeye. Okay. Nice. So Never heard of that. I'll have to get down get it, Go to a Brazilian steakhouse. They'll have them. Oh, I'd, I'd love the Brazilian steakhouse. Dude. It's fun, right? Had yeah. like the scariest medical episode of the last decade. Yeah, I, fucking, I fucking over ate, over ate at a meat. Brazilian steakhouse. And, and like that night, I'm like, apparently this is like, it's a real problem. But like I was having trouble breathing because yeah. like it was, it was, I ate too much. Mm-hmm. It's fucking idiot. I think I threw my back out <laughs> once from eating over. <laughs> it was on a cruise. I mean, Two, oh. which was uh, we ate at this fucking. They will uh, allow it. As a Japanese, uh, what's the thing with the guys that flipped hibachi. the uh, it was hibachi? Hibachi, and it was like high end on this cruise, right? And uh, we go and we do the thing, and I fucking just like I just ate ridiculous, mm-hmm. and I'm drunk, and you're like, keep it coming, keep it coming, bro. <laughs> I'm, we're walking back, and we're walking up to a room, and all of a sudden, because I'd been like the mattress is terrible and everything, my back, and it was like my upper back, like just started like spasming like it was crazy and like it was a very serious problem yeah and uh we went up to the room uh we're freaking out and everything and then fucking uh we eventually had to like call the sick bay and they took me down in a wheelchair because <laughs> they wouldn't they wouldn't let me walk yeah you know even i could have walked you know but like it, it was it was bad though yeah but like they gotta I be believe it. seeing and that I, shit on the regular and just with, like, Jim, we got another uh, one here i'm with this is a semi work related trip so my Ooh. boss is that and we run into him and his girlfriend on the way they're like what the fuck i'm like in a wheelchair they haul me down to the sick bay fucking uh put a put a shot of a a steroid shot in my ass so i'm bent over the table this like filipino nurse is fucking giving me the steroid shot. she's like looking at you looking at your mm-hmm. junk like you want me to yeah uh, you get a happy ending at the you yeah, know. naturally yeah and uh and then we could we had an excursion plan the next day and it was my birthday and uh, we were going to go climb this motherfucking pyramid, you know, the Mayan pyramid thing, you know, and uh, couldn't do it. So, like, we had to go, like, get a refund for the tickets. It was it was just a, it was one of the biggest shit shows of my life. <laughs> uh, we ended up going and going swimming and the swimming actually, like, helped because it, like, stretches you out or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Is there any was... more grotesque of an American display than I threw my back <laughs> out overeating eating, steak? Dude. <laughs> It's that dominant fucking meal. In fairness, when you're going uh, going that all inclusive, you're gonna get every goddamn red yeah. cent that you're owed for, yeah. that for sure. Now I, I've experienced the the cruise feasting. Oh yeah, yeah. I went on one of those. Uh, actually, Mike Portnoy's cruise. Oh the yeah, cruise. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Prognation at sea. Okay. I think they yeah. called it. And yeah, so the food is 
for the most part included. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, that was fine. I didn't overeat, but I I had a five hundred dollar drinking tab. Yeah, oh, well, that's easy. That's easy to do. On that's a, a tough pill yeah. to swallow. Uh, it was incredible. Had a blast. Yeah, would would totally do that again. Yeah, I want to go on one of those rock and roll cruises, man. They yeah. got fucking killer bands playing and shit. Creed's I think always playing. And shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean all the bands, but the, I think the thing is though. I I don't think I could ever go on a regular cruise. I think I think going on the you know music yeah. cruise ruined regular cruises yeah, for me because yeah. you hear you hear about how they're so like well the food is only available from this time to this time and it's like things are regimented whereas this was like the whole ship's open here's the concert schedule right and. And I don't know why well, it was great being amongst like musicians and yeah, I bet everybody there was. Oh yeah, it's yeah. tough to go from Portnoy to Burt Bacharach. Yeah, 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 exactly. I remember uh, Transatlantic was playing. Nice. So very glad I got to see them. Um, and but John Anderson was there. Oh, cool. You know, That's from fun, Yes, man. and they yeah. played like the Revealing Science of God from Tales of Topographic Ocean. Wow. And. Uh, I just remember, like, at a quiet point in the song, I screamed. And there's video of this out there on the internet. I screamed. I go, I love you, Johnny! <laughs> hammered out of my mind. And he, you know, like, you could definitely hear me. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of, like, waves, you know? And people <laughs> cheered. And I don't know. That was, like, one of my favorite moments. That of was many. me yelling at you like that at your birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Yeah. It was a good time. It was. Yeah, man. Fucking, uh, I really want to go on one of those fucking rock band cruises. You got to do it. I know. Cru- cruise to the edge, I think. Yeah. Unless you're more of a metal guy than going on that 70,000 tons. Nah, I'm really not that. I'm really not a metal guy. I never yeah. really have been. There's only certain metal and like, I don't love most American metal, especially. And I'm like, a big Swedish metal guy. Me too. I mean, yeah. that's where all my fucking heart lies. What do you think of the new Catatonia? We've been talking about this. Um... So, <sighs> oh, that is not a good. That's not a good story. <laughs> no, honestly, no. You know what it is. You know what it. Okay, that was a big so, sigh. <laughs> I just never got into them. Really? Not not because like I didn't want to. Not yeah. because I don't think they're yeah, good or no, anything. That happens. It just yeah. I never. Yeah, yeah. Never yeah. went down that road. Right, and right. Um, I do own one album. Um, something about kings. Yeah, Dead End Kings. Oh, yes, oh, yeah, that's yeah. the one. I own that. Record. I like it. Yeah. And I, I actually. A couple months ago, had it in rotation on, yeah. uh, in my truck, uh, you know, on the CD player, and uh, it's good. I yeah. like it. I'm like, why don't I know more about them? Yeah. They're very the two before uh, that, man. Like, yeah, Night is the New Day and great. great Cold, Great Cold Distance is my album for those guys. That yeah, that was sure. their big. Yeah. That was like their big switch from what they were doing to what they do now. So the, was that. were they like an anathema type thing? Where they no, were? No, it was it was more metal. It was more. Especially early, early was more like black metal, like mm. doom metal, black. I don't know, whatever. It, it was screamy, not great in my not estimation. Not Terrible great. lyrics. Neither that, was early anathema. Right, right. They, but they made this switch to like what they do now. It's like this like goth metal, but it's I don't even know how to describe it. It's it's proggy, short, short, mm-hmm. concise songs, mm-hmm. killer riffs, great production, a lot of electronics and keyboards and shit. Yeah, I like it. Um, that's some of my favorite mixes. Um, it's those Catatonia records, but they very much do what they do. Every record, I couldn't even tell you what half of the songs even are, like the names and none of that. You know, it's it's very much like here's four minutes of awesomeness and yeah. like you know like 
but I'm a huge, huge fan. Huge so, fan what do you think of the new album? I love their new album. I yeah? think it's okay. I love everything they've done. The, like the last five or six records. What's, like, they're what's the general consensus? Consensus. I, I love the new record. I, I think everybody loves it. I think it's the okay. best thing they've done in. Is a there long time. a different drummer? <clears throat> they've had a album? new drummer for like two albums now. Okay, and he it is a major upgrade. That okay. was always a bit of a, and it was fine on the records because they would edit the piss out of it. But uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's very produced. You know, like yeah. which I'm I'm a fan of like really polished production. Right. Um, the new, the new drummer like. I, uh, I saw Catatonia. We actually played with Catatonia in Detroit um, way back in the day. and Holloway? Yeah. And it was at uh, Blondie's. Nice. Yeah. The old, uh, the, the, old the, the one in the hood or the one on 4th Street? Hood, yeah. The new, it was like the new Blondie's. Okay. So that wasn't the hood. <laughs> the old Blondie's used to be This in... was really hood. So. No, 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 no. No, I <laughs> well, promise you. Maybe I'm wrong then, but I mean, it was It's near the Ambassador hood. Bridge, right? On 4th Street? I don't. Yes. That you was had to go up, up a couple levels? Yes. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. That was the that new was Blondie's. Yes. That place was awesome. Yeah. That area... Fine. Where the old blonde? No, no, no. I'm telling you okay, this okay. as someone who knows the, yeah, the lay okay. of the land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where blondies used to be mm-hmm. uh, was like, oh man, I'm gonna mess up the streets. But it was like near Seven Mile, and I, I don't, I want to say Evergreen or something. It was in the hood, hood. Yeah. And like, it wasn't safe. Like yeah. you, like Harpo's. Yeah. You don't leave the 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 right. they had like gates and barbed wire and yeah. shit so you pull in and that was the old blondies okay no it wasn't, yeah i guess it wasn't that so yeah what it, i knew it was the second blondies or whatever okay it's, and it's yeah. that it's that guy that Russville dude he owns um, harpo's now yeah he's which he had harpo's before i thought or something and then, no, did, then did blondies or something blondies was always his he was an interesting character to deal with let's say that i always got like kind of like mafia He's vibes maybe a russian mob guy yeah because, <laughs> because uh, like we we did the same thing uh, we did like we yeah. opened for someone yeah. i don't uh yeah. sabaton mm-hmm. and uh sonata artica we opened for those bands yeah at the new blondies yes. and yeah. you know each time i'd have to go there yeah, and like doing get the, the tickets, tickets and all that and, me too That's you want to play uh, here yeah uh-huh. it's good and it was it's just kind of like he always had big dudes around him yeah always yeah and you had I mean, to meet I, him in a, a a sauna yeah you know it's like a bathhouse <laughs> he's all all tattooed but like you know he was i mean he was fine to deal with but like you know there was always a sketchy nature due to your question Mm -hmm. of where we want to bring this podcast that's my personal answer is russian bodyguard level (laughs) of fucking dudes at the door flanking both sides of the door when you come in it's like maybe we could start doing it yeah there you You know in the russian bathhouse there you go that's the move you sit on the concrete bench and everybody's wearing a towel yeah, <laughs> dude, it's um, exposed balls across from me at all times. Yeah, those uh, those you betcha guys, they do it live in a bar. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. So you got? I don't see no. I don't see any reason why you guys couldn't just start yeah. your own Russian bathhouse. Is that even? <laughs> is that even a thing? Yeah, well, it's a thing, dude. You know all right, live the from the Russian bathhouse. Uh, be a little distracting grand. seeing a shriveled sixty-five-year-old Russian <laughs> crank going by as you're trying to chat. Just say, you ever seen the Blues Brothers? No, dude. Uh, bro. Uh, well, no, I'm a, an idiot. There's a, that's one of my, no way. Overrated, that's one of my favorite bro. movies I'll of all time. It, one of the best movies ever made. This guy doesn't yeah. know it. Anyway. The guys that yeah. practice, they quote it a lot. As they should. It's mm. one of the greatest music movies ever. But there's a classic Russian bathhouse scene in, in that <laughs> movie that I won't spoil for you, but you need to. 
Let's see. All right. Fine. Uh, well, yeah, we might do. It's fun here because I like. I, I want to be able to like. Well, we could just move it out here, or like mm-hmm. some night when it's super nice, I'll just run the snake out. Yeah. And just do it outside. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or whatever. In the hot you tub, know? have the microphone Indeed. just hanging <laughs> there, so all the bubbles. Yeah, pretty <laughs> fucking close to a bathhouse. You know? <laughs> I won't be bringing the good mics into that. <laughs> no, no, that's the Radio Shack mic. Yeah. Uh, what we're we talking about though? Oh, catatonia. Yeah, uh, you sorry. need to you need to fucking get dive in. Catatonia, bro. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Dude. Just go to get, get on this new record. It's fucking huge. All right, fine. Yeah, I've will. seen them a bunch of times, and their drummer. What I was trying to say was their drummer was always the weak point. Uh, he was always like some of the stuff that was like on the record he couldn't play. Like it was like, eh, come on, dude. That's hugely problematic, man. Yeah, you gotta be able to play your own yeah, shit, live. Yeah, especially right? like, in, in no a world. Move yeah, that. especially in a world where like. There is a ton of talented drummers yeah. out there. Go and find one. They're opening for Opeth and you know playing their own headlining shows. And I mean, they're a pretty they're a pretty legit band, you know. And like, yeah, yeah, it was always a little bit of a. Uh, they've gone through a bunch of lineup changes. It's really just those two main guys kind of thing. And then they've mm. had some lineup changes, but their drummer now is fucking. He's a bad motherfucker. So. Yeah. Is he from some other band that I might have <laughs> not that of, not that I'm aware of. I haven't looked. At, I'm sure he is. Obviously, I'm sure he's played in many bands, but uh, I I didn't deep dive enough to to know. And I got all this you fucking, know is uh, that he's a monster now. He's a monster now, and it's 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 a huge huge upgrade. And uh, they got a new lead guitarist at the same time too. And he's like he's like seven foot tall, and he looks like Dracula. But he's really good. <laughs> but, Sweet. Yeah. yeah. But they are some greasy motherfuckers, dude. Catatonia is some, like, they need a shower. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, touring bands, they don't get a whole lot of those. <laughs> yeah, I'm a pretty big fan. Of, well, they also work with, like, they were, their first couple of big records that we were talking about were, like, produced by Jens over there in Sweden, who I'm a big, you know, yep. supporter of and worked with a few times and then they switched to his other partner guy that i know yen's mostly guy. from the silent laps yeah guys. yeah well <laughs> when we played with catatonia it was us and silent laps really and catatonia in detroit yeah fuck yeah, yeah dude silent laps threw down there too that uh i actually just found their cd uh, as I've been going through, it's kind of a, a long story, but like, I, <laughs> I found that CD and was like, oh, here it is. <laughs> you know, found a bunch of my friends' band CDs that I've been fucking That's collecting. Awesome. Yeah. I want to hear, uh, I've been meaning to look it up and sorry that I haven't, but I didn't know that you were into making like uh, ambient music too. Yeah, dude. Um, people need to sleep. So I make music for it. I I'm love it. That's music, not why I make that, but that, that's what <laughs> mostly making fun of myself. Sonic Destruction was. Well, no, that's if you want to just if you hate yourself. <laughs> I mean, you it puts die. me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I do the ambient yeah. thing. Oh, I like that. That's oh, nice. Yeah, I've been neglecting the soundboard know, outside. Yeah, we well, what else we got on that thing? Oh, there's a bunch of good stuff, dude. What do got here? Take me through a cycle here. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Like- <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of dumb shit on here. Uh, it's this endless Simpson sound like. <laughs> okay, that is, bro. that's good. Um, anyway, what was the question? Oh yeah, the ambient music. Yeah, yeah, no, I I like to make it. It's for me. It's kind of like uh, I get to kind of uh, explore the space yeah. a little a little differently. So like Play I'll record keyboards. Yeah, and, and just yeah. and w- my whole focus on that is I I like to think of like a theme, you know, which is kind of how I write anyway. But like, um, and then I'll like, I want to do a soundtrack to that theme. So, yeah. uh, the last one I saw a picture that my friend Greg took, uh, and it was just, um, uh, the album's called Mercury at Dawn. 
and that's what the, his picture was. It was you could see a little star in the in the background, and it was Mercury. Oh, and he titled the picture Mercury at Dawn. Yeah. So I made a whole album that was the soundtrack of that picture. Nice. And it was, I mean, whole album. It was like thirty five minutes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's five songs. Yeah. Um. But is it yeah. just like a passion project, or is it something that you're trying to do something with? Like, what's no, the end goal for that? Yeah, I guess you could say it's more of a passion project. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like a big ambient music guy. I have a bunch of Brian Eno albums yeah. and stuff, but I just like it's just something different, and I want to make it and a soundtrack for your life, if you will. It, well, <laughs> that'd be more ISD. Is I mean, it is. That's. You know, that's when I write about my own personal shit. It's mostly, yeah, mostly ends up in ISD. But yeah, no, the ambient stuff's just something to do different, just something to kind of, you know, change it up yeah. a bit. And uh, the second one, or the most recent one, I should say, is I'm pretty proud of it, actually. And I keep thinking I want to do another one. I just haven't really, I don't know what to do with it. Well, it's something to do when you're <clears throat> bored, essentially. You know, like, yeah. You could, that's the fun stuff about like that's what a lot of the stuff I do nowadays is just tinker. I have so much crap I never release. It's just like pulling up sounds and tinkering with shit and mm-hmm. making you know whatever. And ambient stuff is it to be honest, it's not terribly difficult. You mm-hmm. know, you just it's just all computer no. stuff, and you can just make yeah, a bunch of keyboards and soundscape and do whatever you want with it. And it's a lot of it too. I find that I do stuff like that. It's like it's like research and development for like the other songs and shit you want to do like mixing learning your gear yeah like you bring it in like a different what are these new plugins i got actually do what are these new synth patches i got what are these uh crazy my guitar you know like you whatever you get your new guitar pedal board Mm -hmm. and what's this thing actually do well you know you can just kind of do some fuck around with shit like that and yeah i had uh my first my first ambient album uh there's like no vocals on it it's just a bunch of weird sounds like one of the songs i took a you can find a, a wave file of any sound you want on the internet yeah. and there's a couple sites that if you sign up or whatever yeah you can download their library and yep. pay them a little bit of money or donate money for it so i took one sound that was like the sound of an old refrigerator running yeah and it's... then like i added you know sounds Reaver. to that and, <laughs> and you know in various instruments and it turned into a whole thing and whereas the second one was uh i actually had a couple of songs that had vocals on them when i say vocals i don't mean like a verse and a chorus and a, another verse yeah. but more just like there's going to be vocals right here that's mm-hmm. it and one of uh one of the songs called closest to the sun it had brooke sing on it brooke from uh lady luna and the devil she also sang on our album, she's she does all the female vocals on the ISD album. The sun will always set. Oh, is that I thought is that who was singing? Lady live Luna. With you? No, who sang live with us was uh, Jamie Nicole. Uh, okay, I just yeah. assumed that was the same person. That no, the, no, okay. Brooke does not want to sing live, so oh, okay. so she doesn't. <laughs> uh, perhaps uh, one day she will, but right now uh, she does not want to. Yeah, which is fine. That's all. That's good. She still sounds well, amazing on her albums. Yeah, and the girl that was singing. Sorry, what's it? Jamie. Jamie, yeah, yeah. she's great. She's yeah. She's, I assumed that was the same girl. You know. No, uh, a lot of people do, Yeah, understandably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, you know, and, oh, that's Lady Luna. No, that's that's not. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, why would why would you know that? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. I was using, uh, I found these fucking uh, sick loops of, like, Indian, uh, like, chant 
loops, vocal mm-hmm. loops. You know, you find shit like that. Mm-hmm. And like integrate that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Kind of weave it in and out. Yeah, you yeah. find that shit. You know, like, it's got to be in like the right deep. because all that shit's like model tonal or what do you call it microtonal yeah whatever you know it's like different they do that weird shit with their voice where yeah. they do like the the david lee Roth thing but like on purpose <laughs> where they do the two tones you know yeah <laughs> that's not that's not bring up david lee Roth. there there's we got oh. rules on this podcast do we <laughs> you don't like there's david only lee one Roth? and it's no i'm fucking with you dude are you a van halen guy yeah of course yeah indeed. yeah I uh, never was like huge on Van Halen. Took me a long time. Actually, yeah. it took being in a, pan with, a band with Pete Hoppersberger. Yeah. Because he's a big Van Halen fan. Yeah. And like, you know, so is Pat, so is Brian, mm-hmm. and so is Scott. I got and nothing against Van Halen. It just was one of those it things. Didn't almost click. like, yeah, almost like with like Catatonies. I never got I never got the record. I never I was always you know, more of a so. Van Hagar guy personally. I like really? Van Hagar a lot, too. Like <laughs> See, I, I like Sammy Hagar a lot. I, so. I, I've been afforded being younger and not growing up during that era exactly that i i i didn't get to i didn't have to choose one side or the other right right so like um i legitimately enjoy the david lee roth era of van halen more than i do the hagar now the hagar stuff is like there's definitely some classic music there like um and i don't know one of my favorite songs from like the 90s is humans being on that Stupid tornado movie soundtrack. Okay, remember? Do you remember no, I that? No, no. On Twister, or Twister. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> that whole kind of eighties like butt rock genre. I could never get super into it, man. Like it's. Van I would Halen imagine that would be a fun rock, fucking area to be alive in. Oh and Jam shit. out to that stuff like the live shows. A lot of cocaine and lot just of, getting yeah. hair gel. shit face and doing lines would be amazing. But yeah. Man, and the music's great. Like some it's of it super is. technically yeah, yeah, yeah. proficient. Some, some of it is really but terrible like, too. Yeah. I share that. Uh-huh. It just yeah. seems like more kind of like fun party music yeah. than like yeah. legit whoa, whoa, awesome mechanisms. Like, having a good time. Super you know? Like okay, so I the would most say, rock star era though, without question. Uh, yeah, fucking eighties, yeah. yes. throwing it down, yes. just getting yes. after yeah. it, son. Yes, I would. I would say if you're gonna, if you're not like a Van Halen guy now. Um, I would say go back and put on 1984 and just just enjoy it. That is kind of what sold me on it. I was listening to it with Pete and, uh, you know, having a couple of drinks. We're just listening to it and, like, you know, Top Jimmy and all these other great songs come on. And, uh, uh, oh, fuck. I, I get so bad with remembering song titles anymore. <laughs> I have too. I but uh, Drop Dead Legs is awesome. There's there's a song I'm trying to think of specifically where Eddie's just playing he's he's playing a B and it's just a one note and he says but he's like crushing it it's, right. he's just playing one note and yeah. he, and it's just like that 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 is when it clicked to me that Eddie Van Halen is you, God you need to like <laughs> there's he's hit. He's earned all the respect in the world yeah and there's a reason for it and like it finally I understood it listening to 1984 you know what i do yeah. love 80s wise scorpions man <laughs> i think scorpions, scorpions are yeah. real i'm not gonna lie i Sony love that hits, shit man not yeah, that i'm gonna hang my hat on hits, but it's just like god damn no, it's kind of quintessential 80s it's pretty awesome yeah i'm a big foreigner fan 
fucking soul. Give me a little aria, which I think is kind of like span seventies and eighties, yeah, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, yeah. right? But give me Foreign? some aria. He said foreigner, eighties. Yeah, so I'm saying foreigner. He's, he's saying uh, we caught foreigner live at Ribfest. <laughs> we caught that's hilarious. The original singer from Foreigner. <laughs> oh live yeah, yeah. Ribfest, dude. He was like, he's been doing that for years. Yeah, there was a. I was at a casino in Arizona. When you're getting down in the Kalamazoo Ribfest area, might be time to hang it up, bro. We're playing one of those like weird offshoot casinos in the middle of nowhere like what was that guy's name glenn something or? yeah um fuck i just had glenn it fry dude. no no that's I'm from thinking, uh the eagles. that's the eagles i just fucking had it, i'm dude. sorry dude i was, dude, I I was it thinking up. about it no yeah uh graham graham yeah. lou graham yes yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah whatever yeah yeah yeah, the original singer of yeah. Foreigner. He was four hundred pounds, and he had was he fucking, really? He had, He's all fat. And shit. You know, it was all fucking like twenty-one year old band. You know, like just fucking back Lou Graham. Him up. Lou, Lou Graham. Graham. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, fucking at playing rib. Fest. <laughs> <laughs> at that point, he looked like he had attended a few rib fest yeah. for personal reasons. He booked the whole rib fest uh, tour. Yeah. Dude, you know, it was all rib fest every night. So for for personal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And we, they wailed in fairness. We went and saw uh, <laughs> awesome. fucking. Uh, oh Jesus Christ! Now I'm gonna fucking space on the fucking names of these guys. But we went and saw a fucking warrant. Late in late in the game for war, uh, and uh, my fucking famous rest in peace that guy. Yeah, well, this was about maybe six months before he died, and uh, they were playing the Blue Note in Muskegon. It's like a club we used okay. to play. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, that's not it was the same anymore. deal. It was him as the singer, and then a bunch of fucking you know maybe one of the guitarists was still mm. there or whatever, and a bunch of fucking kids gone tour with him, and uh, he got into the got off into the stage, and I he was so fat, and I just went. Ugh, just poked him <laughs> in his ribs. Did you really? Man, I swear to God, he was in the crowd, and I just thought that was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> and like six months later, he was dead of a coronary. You know, few too many cherry pies out of that. Guy. But you See, know that, he really resented that. Uh-huh. I saw an interview where he really, really resented that. Like it, it really bothered him. The like, cherry pie thing. Yeah, yeah. But to be fair, those guys fucking ruled, man. Those records are badass, dude. Like, they were... I would not know. I'm telling you, man. What part of that was he bothered by? Like, the whole... That was like, all anyone knew them was, by. Yeah. That was basically the death of butt rock. It, yeah. It was like, right then, like, Cherry Pie was, like, yeah. late, and it was, like, killed by a grunge rock. It, it was, like, the end of that. It yeah, was, like, and like, this is over. <laughs> As we're he all put sat it, here. That's a cherry uh, yeah. pie mic drop. Yeah, yeah. We've heard what we need to hear. We're, as, we're as he said in in an interview I watched, he was like, he's like, how many how many fucking cherry pie eating contests can you attend before you're just fucking? Sick? <laughs> uh-huh. You know, I I guess it was because it was like you know they were one hit wonder essentially, yeah. and they had uh, a couple other a uh, couple other hits, but not that was definitely that was yeah. yeah, that was, Every, yeah. You say warrant, and it was oh cherry pie, yeah. yeah. But it's like whatever, and they man. hated that song. Well, that happens a, a lot of the yeah. time. But it also bought you your house, motherfuckers. Yeah. So you know, like it's true. You know, it's alien ant farm syndrome mm-hmm. with our with our boy there. He died a glorious death in a fucking comfort inn in fucking Moose Booty, Iowa. <laughs> Moose you know? like, Booty, Iowa. <laughs> just living wonderful the dream. town. <laughs> Great stoplight. Those two records are badass. And fucking say what you want, man. Fucking uh. Dirty, rotten, filthy, stinking rich. All right, do you know that one? That nope. was there was basically the two big albums, and that, that was the first one. And it had fucking uh, Uncle Tom's Cabin, or maybe that was on Cherry Pie too. But Uncle Tom's Cabin is a huge song. You know Uncle Tom's Cabin? Got to talk to Swanson about fucking. It's overrated. Yeah. That song is a bad yeah. song, dude. I love it. Ah, you're missing the boat. 
Yeah, sorry. Warrant, you got some terrible takes today, man. Yeah. I'm on <laughs> point, son. Get I'm on point. That warrant. <laughs> if Warren is the hill you're going to die on, I think the oh, advantage goes to me, bro. Fucking hell, dude. I'm talking about Uncle Tom's Cabin, man. It's a fucking great song. You There's a warrant out off. for your arrest on the, uh, the charge of <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible <laughs> taste, my friend. <laughs> 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 right, what you got there? What do you, what do you want to ask? I might know ask, this. Ask me anything. I might <laughs> already know this if I had done my homework, but you know, I, I didn't. But uh, so, how do you guys know each other? How long have you guys been pals? Like, oh what we, yeah, what are we doing here? Too uh, goddamn yeah. long. I want to know the man. origin story of the Dangerville uh, podcast. Well, we met in the sixth grade. I'm so glad you said uh-huh. eighth grade because I thought you were going to say six D's. <laughs> <laughs> We met in the sixth grade as drummers. Old middle school action. In oh, drum yeah. Line, or, uh, yeah, in band whatever, rather at that band. point, I guess it would have been. Yep. Yep. And uh yeah, he's been blowing me ever since. <laughs> he was looking for Not lessons the other way on around. how to uh, how no, to no. pick up women, you know, how to how to be a <laughs> devil with the ladies, so naturally he came calling. So you guys are just them up, old school long time friends. Yep. That's yep. awesome. Yep. This guy actually got me into fucking most of the shit I listen to now, obviously, like big music guy and everything. Like yeah. Exposed me to Tool and all that kind yeah. of stuff way back in the day. So got vibing over music and then yeah. just kind of fucking. And we both went to college in Kalamazoo and uh, lived together off and on. And then he had the he had a different place with a bunch of our other buddies over across the way. Uh, and he's still down at Kalamazoo from that. So we've just been, and we've just been going to concerts. We've seen so many fucking concerts together. Primarily, so. just too lazy to make new friends at this point. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, like a pretty big lift. Hey, it's like, eh. But but why yeah. why do you need to? Good though? enough, yeah. you know. Leave well enough. I actually, kind of hate no. each other, really. And then, <laughs> you, you guys know. ever go through that phase where you did hate each other? <laughs> no, we haven't. Wow. No, not so at all, one of yeah. my one of my best friends, Jesse Shirley, him him and I. He's actually the reason why I got a guitar. Actually, he got a guitar. And like he was taking lessons and shit, and I was I was supposed to be his drummer, but my dad was like, "I'm not buying you a fucking drum." Yeah, kit. that'll happen. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. you know, but I was he's the reason why I got into Nirvana and Green Day and Offspring and all yeah. that shit it was because of him. Uh, but you know, you know, whatever happens, like we fucking get into an argument or whatever, and he, yeah, next thing you know, he's you know you're swinging at each other outside yeah. the back oh, it's door. So wildly intense because you're just yeah. young. You don't know how to manage emotions yeah. Yeah. and shit. Yeah, exactly. And you're into the teen years and it's yeah. fucking testosterone uh, flying and, around. And, and I mean, you know, puffing and then, out the chest. Exactly. Yeah, and then yeah. years later, uh, I'm back in Michigan. He shows up at my door. Totally don't fucking recognize him at all. I assume he's there to, you know, meet my or hang out with my sister. Some douchebag guy is gonna hang out with my sister. <laughs> you know, because that's what was going on back then. I opened the door. I'm like, yeah, hey. Uh, yeah, she's not here. He's like, <laughs> he goes, Tony, it's me. It's Jesse. And I'm like, oh my God, wow. you beat my ass. That's like literally the thing I said. So that's kind of funny. It's like a yeah. Montel Williams style kind, reunion. Right yeah, there. kind of. He just, well, he found out I, I was back in town and he found out where I lived. So he came and visited. And, oh, that's cool though. And we've been yeah. tight ever since. He actually lives in Alabama now. I stood up at his wedding and uh, nice, nice. he surprised me. At the uh, CD release show, he showed up. 
like oh, the day before. Nice, nice. Yeah, Hell yeah. Had man. no idea it was coming. Oh, that's and, cool. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good time. It's cool to be able to bury the axe and shit. Oh, you know, oh yeah. Well, that, you know, so long ago. Even then, like, too. You know. I mean, we were high schoolers when we buried the axe. Yeah. From our stupid little middle school fight. So yeah, I mean, yeah. it was, it was cool. That's good. Yeah, he's a good. Yeah. He's a good guy. Fucking bro, Brandon Boone, one of our best friends, tried to fight me on the bus stop in the sixth grade. You know, he's one of my, he's been one of my best friends of my whole life, essentially. From then, you know, it's just fucking people are. Do stupid. you remember what what the fight was about? There was nothing. It was one of those things. There was no fight. It was one of those things where like people like you try to like pick a fight. He was trying to like pick a fight. He kept trying to like get me to like get off at their bus stop and stuff so stupid some you know prison like, yard just some stupid shit like, grade, you know, i don't even like, remember yeah. what we were it was literally nothing yeah. yeah he's i mean he's one of my best friends one of our best friends he's been on the podcast you know i love the guy to death and that was years and years ago it was yeah. just stupid middle school shit you know like whatever it was you know uh, yeah, I was never big into like getting into it with with people. I just didn't care enough. So like, I weighed about ninety <laughs> pounds, soaking wet. Yeah. So out of a sheer matter of self preservation, I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to be picking too many. I'm more of a pacifist. <laughs> I did stupid shit. I did stupid shit. Like I I wrote, I tell this story kind of often. Actually, this is kid Brad. We were in uh, I was in middle school, Frost, uh, middle school in Livonia, Michigan, and uh, there's nothing wrong with him. I didn't. I didn't like have a problem with him, but he was kind of dorky, yeah, and I wasn't like that. a popular kid or anything. Yeah, yeah. But I still uh, did the thing. I remember singled out. I go uh, up to him. I'm, I put my arm around him. I'm like, "What's up, Brad?" And then I fucking tripped him. You know. Yeah, you know. I did the yeah, thing, yeah. and uh, you know what he did, and and good for him. It taught me a few lessons. He got up and fucking punched me right in my face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like direct blow. No. Yeah. Didn't break yeah. anything or anything. Yeah. That'll learning. learn you up real quick. And it did. It, it really did. Right. Um, it right. did, except for the one time I threw a sandwich at this one kid's face and he fought me afterwards. Yeah. So, well, so Dr. Done Phil recently retired. I don't know if you guys saw that. Dr. So, Phil retired. <laughs> is there anything you want to say to Brandon? Is there any, what would you tell Brandon now if he were here with you today? Did Dr. Phil retire for real? Yeah, true story, dude. Oh, uh, okay. 22 years or some shit out in the air, dude. Uh, okay, yeah. Suckling at that Oprah teat for yeah. decades at this point, but yeah, officially called it quit. Is that how he started? Was on Oprah? That's how he got I big. I think he was like a guest like, on Oprah. Yeah, yeah, that's how he got like huge doing his thing. Did I not? actually read a Dr. Phil book. Not gonna lie. It was pretty good. I enjoyed his episode on Joe yeah. Rogan. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, no, he's, yeah. I mean, he's like, like a legit. I didn't catch. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's an cool. old school yeah. guy with yeah. measured takes. He's just like, there's some yes. fucking chaotic bullshit going yeah. on right now. Mm-hmm. Y'all are knuckleheads. Yeah. He's got that Southern kind of charm. Yeah, yeah to he him. does. Yeah. Never yeah. watched Dr. Phil, but was a nah. huge fan of the, that. The only, on Rogan the only thing to to. that I know from Dr. Phil's show two things, two things. Uh, one is. Um, well, what's that? Cash me outside. Yeah, that little slot. <laughs> Good for her. She's, she's apparently now. some huge OnlyFans yeah, star now. I think. Yeah, sense. I yeah. think the number was what like. Uh, well, she was an overnight millionaire. Yeah, as soon as she turned eighteen. Oh, yeah. it was absurd. Yeah, yeah. went out of control. She is like gross. She was she's on. Ca- she was on the. You guys know who Caleb Presley is? No. He works for Barstool. Okay. He oh, does okay. he does what's called the Sunday conversation where he interviews a celebrity. Yeah. And his co-host just eats a 
bowl of ice cream. He's like a fat dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really great. I think not you, a bad lot in life. Right no, there. I Just think you guys would both some enjoy. Chip, you know, yeah. yeah. back, bro. You guys would enjoy the show for right. what it is. But yeah. yeah, he had that chick on there, and oh yeah, you can tell like she's a double digit IQ person. Oh, the cash yeah. me outside. Yeah, chickens? yeah. Really? What a surprise! I yeah, know, indeed. but yeah, she's just a fucking rockhead. Yeah, indeed. But she's got more money than I do. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, man. That'll happen so, when you're a dumb slut. <laughs> I don't know, man. I kind of feel like if you're a, like a like remotely attractive chick, you could easily just yeah. You know, Anybody send can, some pictures of your feet out uh, on the internet, put it behind a That's paywall. where it's at, getting in that foot game. <laughs> Selling your I got farts, some pretty dude. dominant, some pretty <laughs> dominant games that, down Some yeah. fucking bathwater money out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Selling your... Woof. Who's... God damn, who's paying for that? Well, what's know. also hilarious is this In my not defense, you know. Yeah. <laughs> How much have you spent on that? <laughs> you know, times are tight these days. So I'm trying to uh, cut it back a little bit, but... Just sending out fucking jars of air that just says i farted into this and people like oh, are you kidding me like it's crazy man the world is an interesting it's place. a weird place man <laughs> it's a strange time to be alive yeah <laughs> yeah so anyway dr phil retired <laughs> <laughs> uh dr phil he's he's i don't know i thought he's all right he seems to be an okay guy you gotta go dr phil look wise dude you gotta yeah, grow the side of hair just the side go straight mustache the, uh, you go straight full, mustache, full on mustache. yeah be a good look thing and pull it off put on i disagree pump. for the record <laughs> <laughs> i think susan might have some words to say about that one too to say no i'll be okay dr phil's okay Taking my sweet time, sipping drink over here. (laughs) Getting hammered midday here on the old podcast. We started doing this because we made like a comedy rap album. And then it was, (laughs) which is where the name Dangerville and all that comes from. I was, okay, I was going to ask you guys. Amazing claim, dude, yeah. We were making, so you can look that up if you haven't. And that's why we still, like kind of the joke is we go by our rap names on here, which we kind of hardly do anymore. Dangerville? Were you guys trying to be like the next Krispy Kreme? It was more of a uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg situation. Okay. You know, like, right. <laughs> superior rhymes, superior far, far beats. Better. Yeah, good shit. <laughs> and we were making, uh, we were making more beats and stuff. And we we were coming over. And my and our friend Josh Lenz, who was on, he was starting to fuck around with us on that. And when uh, it was just so fucking funny, sitting around, just us, just sitting around, and we, and then I was just like, "Why don't we just do this as a podcast?" Yeah, that was the whole thing that got started because, like, I was bitching about there's like no fucking good comedy movies anymore, right? Because everybody plays it so safe, so straight up the middle. You can't fucking do anything fringe or crazy. It's like there is no comedy, and that's my thing. I fucking love comedy. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, you got to go podcast. You got to go fucking stand up." So I started listening to that flagrant podcast yeah, that you yeah. recommended. Andrew Schultz. And I was like, dude, this shit's dude, hilarious. It's cracking guy. me up. And he goes, dude, yeah, why so don't funny. we do it? This is like, let's, let's just, just do, do a, a flagrant podcast. I have everything yeah. to do a podcast. Yes, why not? Was, there was zero barrier to entry. Very easy to you do. Know? <laughs> I had everything ready to go. So like, we just like. Uh, Clearly the talent components online as <laughs> you've gleaned over the last two and a half hours. Well, here, back so. in the day, our boy, it was me and him and our boy Swanson was really the fucking trifecta of comedy. And we were honestly fucking hilarious back in the day. And it. 
that if we were like if we would have had a podcast would have been a thing yeah. back then they didn't even exist back no then. Like, we would just sit around doing a podcast on our own without it being a thing yeah some of the fun unfortunately drug and alcohol abuse <laughs> over the years as evidenced by drinking uh, you know 14 <laughs> drinks starting at two o'clock this afternoon has rendered two my brain in a row. far far slower <laughs> it's like uh yeah so he he can't <laughs> i really mean you do gotta have now, a good but, time so oh yeah and that's what this is all about is just getting fucked up and talking to people i want to talk to we want to talk to you know? yeah so like and a lot of it's musicians because obviously that's what i do and that's what we like that's who i know yeah know? So yeah yeah just like hey tony piccoli yeah, get <laughs> hey! uh, let's get that drummer from uh you know yeah, yeah. Song construction on here let's yeah yeah fucking nick hagan on here you know like so. Looking to switch it up a little bit, though. We've been trying to fucking reach out to like some local comedians. We do. And that we got kind some of comedians yeah, booked. Trying to get some people booked. Awesome. Yeah, get into that yeah, world yeah. a little bit. So dabble on that. Also might be choice to kind of find like some local filmmakers and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. Anybody. I, like, I want to talk to anybody yeah. interesting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I was just yeah. going to say like anyone that mm-hmm. shares any kind of interest or does anything that falls within your guys' yeah. line of. Yeah. What, and candidly, it's basically an excuse to get together, talk shit and, and talk shit. Do yeah. day drinking. Saturday afternoon for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> God damn right. So yeah, it's fucking it's pretty fun, man. And talking to like, you know, it's like like I wouldn't have got to fucking talk to Brucifer for three hours, right. you know, like you yeah. know, like shit like that. So it's been fun, man. And yeah. We're still we're still having a blast doing it. Yeah, so, the exposure we've gotten to interesting people just off of the sheer fucking popularity of the show is pretty staggering. Huge you know, some of the heavy hitters <laughs> we've been able to speak to as a result of this would have never come to life otherwise. No, huge it's just fucking like last though, man. Shane Persian. <laughs> you know, this is what's bringing on our buddies from high school. Well, you know? I will I will say this though, because what you just said, even though you're 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 saying it in jest, is you're not wrong. It's tongue in cheek, but it's well, dead serious. Well, right? It's just like it's a fun reason to get together and shoot the shit. The more you, know? you do this the more you have someone else on, yep. and yeah. then it's going to lead to someone else. Hopefully, the tentacles and branches kind of get yeah. out there. And I mean, like you think about it. like having having Brucifer on, like you know, yeah. you were all, you and I were all, we you know we were talking. This was going to happen. Yeah, uh, having me on here, but like Brucifer was no idea until yep. we played a show together. And exactly. as you know me, you know now you know yeah. Bruce, and yep. he's, you know, yep. and it's just it's just going to keep growing. That's yeah. why I said earlier, don't fucking stop. Yeah, well, we haven't. So we're booked out, and it's like, we're booked out. Stop. This typically. is like episode 27, you know? Yeah. So it's fucking half a year at this point. We're booked out like though. three months out, dude. You have, know, you like, ba- have you been going like a full solid, like once a week, no matter, like going strong once a week? Yeah, or, we took or, uh, the Christmas break off for yep. a couple of weeks because uh, I was moving and for Christmas. Mm-hmm. But pretty I think much those otherwise. were the only two weeks that we missed, though. But Yep. That's awesome. You got to find shit like to get a little bit sappy. Like the older you get, it just gets tough. Not necessarily for you and I, because we always get together, but like, it's good to have those excuses to get together, right? Because like when you're younger, you've got fucking, Hey, what are you doing? You're on the baseball team. You're on the golf team. You play in band, you know, you you got the fucking school dance or whatever. And you're talking to people every day, but like the older you get, you know, shit just starts coming up. It's like, what the fuck are you going to do to get together and fucking have a blast it is a good excuse to just get together and get fucked up <laughs> that's, that's about first 90%, and foremost 90 percent of it <laughs> hey but you know what it could end up leading to you know it's a legitimate that excuse to facilitate a wildly uh hey before you know it, before habit. you know it, you guys are going to be doing fucking reads for manscaped yeah, that's right. I'm you, yeah. The new ball yeah. trimmer 6.0. If you go back a few episodes, we were doing fake, yeah, fake ads. You were doing fake ads? There, yeah. That's awesome. And we got some. Is that like a way but... to like 
say, hey, this is what we could do for you? Yeah, maybe. It was, it was more just us making Basically, fun of us. Basically, riffing on that shit. Yeah, you know? uh, We're working our way up to that Blue Chew sponsorship. Oh, That's the gold yeah. standard, baby. That's what uh, <laughs> I just saw That's my the first North Star Blue for us, Chew for sure. ad. Yep, yep. This morning, actually. I was on Instagram. Yeah, you'll have to go. I'm, I'm going to put them up. Uh, it's it was like the worst thing. ad I've ever seen, by the it way. It blew you. It was so bad. <laughs> it was like some dude, he goes up to his wife, or presumably his wife, hey, babe, and she's like, no, get away from me. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, he tries to, like, Drops cuddle with her, you. and she's like, ah, you're, Ooh. do you have to breathe so loud? Ooh. And I'm like, what the fuck is this product that... Yeah, and then I clicked it's not on gonna the, solve I clicked your shitty on it. Marriage, and then, you on <laughs> and then I realized it. it's for boners, and I'm like, yep. oh. And then he bought what it. What a dumb ad! <laughs> no, I don't need to yet. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, blue goo. <laughs> oh yeah, your fake ads. One was blue goo. Blue, blue goo. goo. Yeah, that, that was, was the first classic. one. Yeah, I, I did it again. Can you do the read right now? No, I'd have to. You're gonna have to go back. I'm gonna put them up separately because they're in the episodes, and you gotta. Go back. We got a couple in the bank that I haven't done yet because I don't have the, uh, the even the session. I would love to do a read for you right now. Yeah. If you had one, I, I would do I it. Don't. I think I that shit would be clutch. Like, get those, like, the funniest ad reads for those little bite-sized nuggets, right? Because yeah. everybody's got the attention span of a fucking yeah. moth at this point. So yeah. get those up. Get some of the banger news fucking stories. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Few oh, yeah. You were, trying to, those, you were trying to dig up some news stories. Yeah. Do you got news? You want to do some news? You know, we were talking earlier about the uh, expectations and where those start at. <laughs> so, uh, if the bar's down here after back to back, and that's the uh, the understanding, we got a couple the news bar was, stories we can go. The bar was low. It was pretty fair to yeah. <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ! You know, which is a real shame because there were some fucking money there stories were, there. We were uh, fucked up uh, last night, dude. I'm and not then Brandon lie. Fraser's. Uh, dude, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and guess that editing last night's episode. Episode is gonna suck. <laughs> no, it's already done. Dude, oh, it yeah? wasn't too bad. Yeah. Like the freeform really stuff was much, fine, yeah. but trying to read, you know, when you're seeing triple vision, that wasn't necessarily super <laughs> we, productive. We were two to drinks the, in before we even started. The Honestly, show. let's just and make then, it an eight-hour podcast. What's Nick doing? Let's get him back know, here. Let's run know. it back. Let's rock it out. Just just like, dude, you should just crash here tonight and just fucking uh, come on the show again. <laughs> <laughs> that would be just fucking keep awesome, shit rolling, dude. Yeah, we'll have to come back with with you guys together. So, all right, let's. You want to do some terrible news here? All right, here we go. Here it comes. The Dangerville Podcast presents News of the World. So in shocking news that nobody heard until just this moment, a 29-year-old student uh, posed as a teen to enroll in high school. No! <laughs> so a 29-year-old woman used false documents to enroll as a New Jersey high school student and attended some classes over a four-day period before her scheme was discovered last week. Damn. She was able to successfully keep up the ruse until making the critical mistake of printing off MapQuest directions to the party for a classmate <laughs> rather than simply sending them to her via Google Maps. <laughs> crucial omission on her part, yeah. Dude, that's so fucked up. What was she... Why? They why would no you do details that? on it. I don't know. Apparently, she was like getting students' phone numbers, yeah. which I don't know Whoa. if it was some long see, game uh, see, I, 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 I heard about on? this before. Uh, a couple days ago or something, and like they were saying, like she she trying to fucking do some sex trafficking. 
Like trying to like what? It's fucked Dude, up. Do some Jelaine Maxwell shit. Uh, yeah, that's uh, what I mean. Scene two point oh. That could uh, be. That could it's be. Fucked up. You got gets laned, bro. What other reason is there to go back to high school? Like I was all set with the first go around. I'm gonna you know? tell you. <laughs> <tell, laughs> like, I don't necessarily want to run that. Back all, of the all the reasons to go back as a 29 year old. None of them are good. Yeah. <laughs> None of them are good. 21 Jump Street or whatever. Was right. The, the setup of that movie. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, do you guys see, so there's a new Jonah Hill flick, which was pretty funny. It started off fucking hilarious. With and then it got Murphy, a little deep. Yeah. 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 yeah, I didn't, didn't see it. Cast. It yeah, had yeah. Um, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. David Duchovny, who I fucking love. I love Long, right? Bigger, right. Uh, yeah. Who? What's Neil that? Long? I don't know who that is. Not sure who that His is. girlfriend in the movie. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. His girlfriend in the yeah. movie was in the movie for sure. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Dude, okay. Was she also are you an are you an entourage fan by chance? Uh yes. Okay. But I don't know it really well. The only time I've ever seen it at Nick Hagen's house, he had it on fucking loop. Yeah. Okay. And, I bet he does. And we couldn't not watch it because yep. it's a great show. I yeah. love it yeah. so much. I'm that's like Arguably my favorite. It's I like want to live that life. Entourage. All of us want to live that yeah, life. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. the man soap opera. It's yeah. what every guy wants to do. Sex but in the city for guys. Yeah, Ultra, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Ultra deep cut. I think the fucking chick that was his girlfriend in that movie was Rufus, the speaker installer's daughter that Turtle hit on <laughs> and took out to a what? date. I am pretty certain. We got to check this out. Deep, yeah, dude. You are deep. Yeah, you're watching you way, way too much ahead. Entourage, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Figured that one probably wasn't going to land, but uh, I think the math checks out on that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Brace yourself for this one. This oh, one's all time bad, even by my standards, gentlemen. Daughter charged after mom's body found in Chicago freezer. Ooh, so wow. a 69-year-old woman was accused of keeping her mom's body in the freezer for two years Jeez. and assuming her identity, collecting her social security oh, yeah. checks. That's, a, yeah. that's an old play. Tale yeah. as old as time. Friends of the woman commented that they knew their relationship was bad, but had no idea things had gotten that frosty. Oh, hey. man. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Can a brother get a rim shy? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a Max Weinberg-esque uh, fucking cue on the did, rim shot there. Well done, my friend. Did you have that queued up in your head, or is that written down? To, it's all in my head. It's all, all up yeah. here, brother. You that, know, that, that computer is holding in his lap has nothing to do. Yeah, with this is purely for. Yeah. What a frosty relationship. <laughs> yeah, this is all off the cuff. You know, frankly, <laughs> we're we're googling these stories in real time with the sheer brilliance and doubt. Smash, smash, <laughs> smash. <laughs> yeah. All right. I feel like this next one should be skipped. Yeah. Don't yeah. skip it. Let's hear. Don't skip it. All right. Yeah, let's, no, hear let's, power it. It. Uh, let's power through it. Let's power through it. So fucking tragic, dude. All right. Home Improvement star Patricia Richardson responds to a resurface clip of Tim yeah. Allen yeah, yeah, flashing yeah. her on set. Did you yep. see this? Did yeah, you hear because about this? Pamela Anderson put out in her biography that Tim Allen flashed him for real, flashed yep. her for real on the set of that show. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, guess so. who hasn't shown yeah. everyone their Canadian bell buckle? At some point? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so <laughs> to that point, he had like a robe on, completely naked, flash chair, apparently. That's what she Dur- says. Yeah, d- that's what she says, yeah, yes. Yeah. During the first episode of Home Improvement, and then said, I've seen you naked, it's only fair, you know, yes, and then laughed yes. about it. Type he thing. completely denies it. Would be remiss to not point out the fact that there is also a new, in addition to the biography, apparently, there's a Pamela Anderson documentary on Netflix. Yeah. So timing could be cool. could not be, saying anything one yeah, way or the other. Maybe just true, be maybe not. Books yeah, here. hard to yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah. All right. But a dismissive Alan said, "Yeah, I flashed your hell. My only regret was that I meant to get it hard, <laughs> but my tool needed more power." <laughs> Shut up, dude. Oh god. So fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna uh, yeah, I'm gonna hit myself on that one. <laughs> what the hell was that? You were warned, gentlemen. You were warned. Yeah. Well. Oh man. <gasps> and it goes nowhere but down from here. It just gets worse. All right. Bring back the dodo. Ambitious plan draws investors and critics. Oh God. Yeah. So two years. We hit on this a little bit yeah, yesterday. Yeah, two yeah. years after announcing plans to reintroduce the woolly mammoth. Bioengineering company Colossal Biosciences announced Tuesday that they're considering bringing back the dodo bird as well. They should. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Got to Fuck it. it. They were, apparently, they were very good to eat, and that's a big part of the reason why they yeah. were killing them. They were slow moving. Mm-hmm. They did not fly, and people fucking mashed those, and they were coming <laughs> over here. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, hey, there's a dodo bird. Smash! <laughs> smash! <laughs> smash! <laughs> Lewis and Clark fucking cleaning up on those things, that low-hanging fruit. <laughs> Sometimes animals shouldn't be brought back. What goes up there ain't the same thing that comes back. Sometimes dead is better. Sometimes dead is better. Comment to the guy from Pet Cemetery. Dead is better. And that was the joke. Yeah, that's the joke. <laughs> we got an alternate submission here, equally terrible. If that one was the front runner, brace yourselves for this bad boy. Yeah, yeah. While some investors see tremendous upside, other critics aren't so sure. Not all things deserve a second chance. Sometimes natural selection has its reasons for weeding something out, and they aren't deserving of the sequel. Sometimes you should just be thankful for the run that you had and leave well enough alone. Comment Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo star, <laughs> Rob Schneider. <laughs> Rob Schneider. Oh, man. All right. All right. And my favorite of the bunch here. This, oh, one, this one's mostly just for me. <laughs> Fucking loved it. This is banger. I love my dad jokes. Parents and educators urge lawmakers to repeal devastating third grade reading retention law. Whoa. See anything about this one? Yeah. All right. So educators <laughs> and parents are urging Michigan lawmakers to nix the state's read by grade three law for the harmful effects it has on held back students. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And ruining their self-confidence, social oh, abilities no. and literacy goals. What's the difference if kids learn to read or spell by grade five or six instead of three? It's really potato, potato. Commented former <laughs> president Dan Quayle. Vice president Dan <laughs> oh, Vice president, goddamn. Uh, Throwing it back to Dan Quayle. We tried. We tried to keep the material <laughs> super <laughs> fresh, super yeah, 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 Really very, relevant Dan stuff. Dan Quayle from Bill. 90 fucking one. It's been a lot of president jokes lately here. Uh, you know, you I'm did, a little bit of a uh, political, political uh, nut myself. History you know. buff here. All right, which yeah. president had the nastiest farts of all time? Oh, man. It had to be fucking Jefferson, dude. 
No, I know the answer, but you got to guess. William Taft. It was <laughs> fucking <laughs> Taft, dude. The guy was so big. That's all he was was gas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dropped a Taft. <laughs> you know people that are so fat, you can hear the fatness yeah, in you, their voice. Yeah, yeah. Like the jowls oh, fucking jiggling no. him. Taft was letting off some fucking some silent but deadly <laughs> Taft yeah. letting off some stinkers. You All know, right. Churchill was dropping some fucking bombs too. Oh, not, yeah. You know, yeah. You know, over in England. His diet oh, was yeah. of course mm-hmm. cigars and whiskey. A lot of yeah. bangers yeah. and mash. Oh, yeah. Bangers and mash. A lot of sausage. <laughs> a lot of encased meats over yeah, there for I was Churchill. Just gonna say a lot of blood sausage. Uh, is that all the news that we have for this week? Fortunately, yes. That has been The Dangerville Podcast presents News of the World. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank Hope God. you're feeling very informed now. <laughs> I am. You would not have gotten that anywhere else. So, <laughs> no, this yeah. is the only place to get it. You got to come here for that Some kind crucial, of uh, hard crucial news of the world. Yeah. News. <laughs> We seek to inform as well as entertain, as we've said many, many times on this podcast. You know, yeah, that was bad. Here. That was just terrible. Truly, truly No, that awful. wasn't his last night. was pretty rough, though. I'm not going to lie. The episode That's the goddamn shame. The material is gold. I got home. It's going, fuck we, me in the ass. We man. were actually some baggers last night. I'm not going to But, like, lie, literally man. to the point of not being able to read. It was going, <laughs> Yeah, you guys were that fucked up. Pretty fucked up last night. It was yeah. a... We'd been waiting to do, like... Some of them are, like, more like just hanging with the boys and getting super hammered. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Nick and Lens, yeah. they're kind of like two like crucial guests, yeah, friends, yeah. Eyes, you know? friends so of like, the show, yeah, if you will, coming out all the time and just getting super fucked up. That was the first time they'd been here in the new pod line. Oh, okay. So like, yeah, we got pretty fucked but up. But when you start mixing the devil's lettuce with yeah, the drinky yeah. drink, it goes downhill real bro. fast. Yeah, yeah that's why we that like we're like we gotta situation. save it till the yep. third segment at least. <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause> like, <laughs> just like, oh fuck, I don't even know where I am. Anymore. It's like nah, fuck, just start ripping on this J and then just. Torching the news, man. Just fucking stumbling. Through, I didn't like, have fucking... anything. To be fair, I'm coming with nothing myself. So I'm, I'm sort of 50% on the news. Uh, it was a real goddamn shame. That's some real bangers crafted last night. But the execution yeah. wasn't there. The Re- execution. Redo it in a week. <laughs> no I was going to break them back out. <laughs> just run them back. I promise that the next time I'm on. I will have a news story myself. Bring some news. Yeah, I'm going to bring yeah. some news. We have other games, too, that we played. Because we do the knowledge bombs. I don't know if you caught that. Or, like, confessions and mm. stuff. Too. We got other bits, but we've really been slacking here lately. Uh, I'll tell you what. To that point, do we want to get into some semi-ad hoc chaps my ass real quick? Do you, me, why? Do you got something you want to talk let about? Let me take a quick Let's fucking do it. I don't even know what we're doing, but let's do All it. Right. I do have a couple. I haven't looked at these in a hot minute, but let's fucking get into these. Go ahead, man. So I'm an angry bastard. Let's start there. Are you? You totally come off as someone who's very angry to me. Mostly kidding, but there are a fair amount of things that really chat my ass, really burn my ass, really grind my gears, if you will. (laughs) All right. So motherfuckers who sit at the fountain drink and repeatedly hit every fucking drop to get the last little bit into the cup that they can. Oh, Chaps my goddamn ass. Yeah. Yeah, you're breaking my balls, dude. You're fucking. The cup fits 172 ounces. It's enormous. 44 ounces. Yeah. You're 450 pounds. You're rolling up on a rascal to a Walmart fountain drink. Like, let's fucking call it. On a rascal? Is that that a little electronic? Yeah, yeah, exactly, dude. Like, mom's got to get her fucking. Yeah. So that shit fucking chaps my ass, Indeed. bro. Indeed. All right. That's it. They got to get every fucking penny's worth. 
Ryan Reynolds trying to sell me everything at this point. <laughs> Chaps my goddamn ass, Is he bro. doing that? Ryan, What's he selling now? Mint fucking mobile. He bought some soccer thing he's trying to push on everybody. Oh. He's just trying to be he's trying to be Ashton Kutcher 2.0, which also I don't need Kelso giving me stock tips for fucking the tech market. What are you dude. listening to? I'm not yeah. catching any of this. Where oh, are you bro. seeing this, dude? I'm too cheap to pay for the commercialists. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Plus, I kind of used to work in advertising for a long time, okay. so I'm like, eh, I should probably stay semi-apprised of some of the yeah, bullshit. What's going on? But Ryan Reynolds, like, you don't get to put on thick rim glasses and just pretend like you fucking that what he's doing? have every answer to the yeah. He's doing the the wise old man thing. Oh, Jesus. got the silver fox deal kicking in. He's he can fuck overrated. off. Yeah. He can fuck all the way off. What was that stupid? <laughs> what was that fucking movie that he did recently, like two years ago, with Netflix, where he, they, they 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 spent like billions of dollars on it? You know, like in Italy and blowing shit up. Oh Jesus Christ! You know what the movie fucking I'm talking Rock? About? I did not watch it, but it was with the so, Rock. Right? No, no, the Rock wasn't in it. I don't think he was. The Rock was in it. He's in everything. He was in one of those Ryan Reynolds. It was big so budget. bad. I think you might be thinking of something else. I think you're thinking of the one with fucking uh, uh, the other fucking super hot dude who's in fucking everything. Uh, Gosling? Yes. Oh. Was that what it was? I might be confusing Because him. I think, was it like a really action-y action Yeah, action? it was really over yeah, the top and like, stupid. Shit was like, blow, like colors Constantly everywhere. Blowing blowing up. Up. Like, no, no. Constantly blowing up. Red Notice? Is it Red Notice? No, no. Is Red Notice? There was Gray that. Man? Nope. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. That's was the, the gray Ryan man. Gosling that's one. Gosling, and that There's was the hitman's wife's bodyguard. Nah, I'm gonna look it up. The Green Lantern? No, <laughs> I heard that was awful though. <laughs> I tried to watch. I got about 20 minutes through the the Green Lantern. I think before I turned it off. It's like no. I am gonna do my best to quell my fucking burning desire to rip on superhero movies as we have covered Six that underground. as an Six Underground. I haven't even heard of that. What is that? They spent so much fucking money on it. What's his dick from the Transformers franchise? Uh, The director? No, the director. (laughs) Michael Bay? Bay? Yeah. Literally everything's going on. Michael Bay, man. Michael Bay is the worst. Dude, he's still fucking bad. He's so terrible. But that movie was like an insult to all the other movies that were bad before. You know what I mean? Like, those were bad. But even those movies are like, what the fuck, dude? We're the bad movie. Yeah. No, that's the bad movie. <laughs> I actually kind of got a soft spot for Ryan Reynolds a lot. I don't, I don't like him fucking pushing financial advice. He's on okay. I, I, He's no, a he everywhere, guy, though. You're yeah. right, dude. It's yeah. like, all right, bro. Like, I get it. Deadpool. A little too much of that gorgeous it. mug. Yeah. yeah. You're a wildly attractive man. We get it at the end. Dude. Yeah. All right. Your abs. Seeing a <laughs> Had ca- enough. Yeah. <laughs> Had enough of your abs, Ryan Reynolds. Caution wet floor signs up for fucking hours at a time. This one goes specifically to the Planet <laughs> Fitness in Portage, Michigan on Westnage. You motherfuckers. Grab a roll of brawny, get to work, and rectify the issue in 25 fucking seconds. It's not that hard. It's water, man. We're not we're not splitting the atom. Is it like near the front door? It's right by the water fountain and it just stays there for decades at a time. Yeah, you know why? That's C Y A. That's all that is. Yeah. Motherfucker, grow up and get to work, son. Come on now. Yeah, I agree. You're breaking my goddamn balls. People ending conversations with cheers. 
I That's been cheers. a thing for a hot minute now. Don't say cheers. I say cheers. It's Don't very it's cheers. a English thing. It's a British thing. Cheers was cool when nobody was saying cheers. Now everybody and their brothers saying cheers. That should have been cheers on the was list cool when it was a television show. For <laughs> have you hit up that uh, Cheers restaurant here? By the way, What's oh the yeah, status many, many on that? Is it good? It's good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's a, it's a kind of a family feed bag kind of. It's not like family a, feed bag. Yeah, it's a bar restaurant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can hit it up. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Norman the boys. Everybody Grab knows your name. Yeah, there's some fucking mailman at the bar there. There's right. Fucking. Uh, you know, Kelsey Grammer's hanging out. (laughs) All right. We'll close it out here (laughs) with the national insert thing here day. Oh yeah. That's too many holidays. National fucking thank you. Your donut maker. Well, you know, it's national. Some up your ass day. Yeah. Uh, Come on. fuck Smell my thumb. It is the most quintessential. (laughs) It's some harm or fucking Hallmark bullshit, bro. Like, give me a break. So, like, yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. it's just like, that's one of those things where some clever fuckhead national Taco Tuesday yeah. thing for a yeah, hot a, minute. Yeah, it's a fucking, uh, it's all it marketing or whatever. It, it, if, if I'm not getting the day off, I'm not interested. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> it stinks. It stinks national XYZ day the end. I'm done. Wow. I'm done. That was this good. Damn that was a good segment. Wow. Such anger, such hatred. Yeah. Look at him. He's storming off. Got to grab his microphone down. It's pulling out shattering stuff out of his fucking mouth. Over pulling here. out his fucking, land, his fucking dentures. Is that his in? Is that what that is? Yeah, I saw him earlier. Degenerate. I'm fucking setting accident. up the pod lounge and uh, and I'm like testing the mics and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? This microphone like smells like menthol <laughs> like what the fuck is happening with this and i'm like oh this is not my and i'm like oh it's from this motherfucker over here. fucking zins <laughs> over here breathing on this fucking microphone is like yep. i'm like what the fuck this microphone's disgusting I, did, I just grabbed one of the sms you know yeah some real stank breath coming out of this thing on a weekly luckily basis for he sure. owns that microphone and that's not one of mine <laughs> Yeah, this thing's gonna be torched within weeks for That's sure. Fine. All right, what's going on with you? You got more plans for fucking making more records? You're writing. Pat said you're writing some shit right now. What, you got a long game. You got stuff. Yeah, so we're gonna be recording this summer. That's the goal. I don't know if Nick knows that yet, but he's probably gonna find out. <laughs> I'm sure he's ready to go. <laughs> but yeah, we're. Uh, he's already booking my studio here. Is he really? <laughs> Basically, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> with with my blessing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> he was here early last night. He's like, "Yeah, I'm texting Jeremy. We're recording here next time." <laughs> well, maybe we will too. He's booking uh, my room. Because <laughs> uh, actually, realtor Josh, the guy I was talking about earlier, yeah, he owns a studio, and it's. Oh, a, it's it's nice. really nice. Ooh, like, yeah. the, it's got a great live room. It's huge. Yeah. Oh, so, well, there you go. That's what you and want. And I was yeah. thinking before I saw this, I was thinking like, yeah, we're going to record the drums yeah. there. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah. So that's the plan is we're going to record this summer. Got about a half an album's worth right now. Nice. Nice. And uh, just got to keep the train rolling. Yeah. So that, that's about it. Got to get yourself a real amp finally. Yeah, maybe just borrow <laughs> one of yours again, Indeed. though. You know, mm. just book my room, borrow my ass. Yeah. <laughs> Drink all your beverages. Uh, would be remiss to say, and should have mentioned this to Pat, I did not get to fucking go to you guys' show at the Pyramid Scheme. I was super bummed. I had a fucking Friday night train wreck uh-huh. I had to deal with. But uh-huh. been bumping you guys' stuff on Apple Music slash uh, YouTube. Big fan. Digging it? Fucking whale. Sweet. Very cool. Thanks, bro. Very cool. Good. Yeah, I want to hear the uh, some of this ambient shit. Actually, I was, we'll put I, it on. We'll I'm, put gonna, it on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna not. We, you right know, now. when we wrap up. No, 
Yeah, no, it's really good for <laughs> keeping the fucking vibes high. Oh, is it? No. No, it's not at all. <laughs> <laughs> In fairness, we use a little something to uh, zhuzh up the podcast here. You know, get a little ambient tune action going in the back. Wouldn't be all bad. Yeah, what if we just start going super high? What was that shit you were doing the other day? That, hello, friends. My gym dance. The gym dance. Oh, yeah, the golf hello, gym dance. That's the uh, the Masters yeah. Jim Nance fucking... Do you give away your fucking hoodie, though, after the end of the podcast? Like, he gives away his necktie? I'm going like to be a... buried in this Wu-Tang hoodie, bro. I'm not giving this thing up one bit. Dude, that, that is a crucial movie. Yeah, you get the Jim Nance the necktie, Jim Nance at, the necktie the, yeah. uh, at the end of the NCAA tournament. What a fucking douchebag. Jim I mean, Nance? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Come on. That is such a douchebag move. Like, who who the fuck? Is, this is I something that's like, pretty rad, dude. I think no, it's like, dope. Who the fuck are, like, if, imagine you're, like, the guy, right, that you just you just scored, like, 35 points right. and took your team to victory and won the whole tournament. And here's Jim Nance. He, I wore this tie personally. $500 Zania tie you know, or something. for uh, <laughs> the player who's... Oh, great, man. I'm going to stuff this in a sock drawer somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's really pretentious. There's a little like, bit of a Chippendales feel with the uh, the basketball <laughs> jersey and the tie going on. There's something a little I don't know. I just stroke and choke. No, I like that. I respect Jim. I have hot sports takes. I respect Jim Nance. Like, for obviously, because he's been doing it for a long time, yeah. and he is one of the best. Great broadcast. Uh, but I think the, the whole tie thing is like very I didn't know you were such a sports guy. You're, like, it surprises I grew, me a little bit. Yeah. So before music, it was sports. Yeah. Like, I was a big, like, Barry Sanders, yeah. Detroit Lions. Are you a big football, football guy? Is that kind of your primary football, sport? Okay. Yeah, for sure. Nice. What's your football take on the Lions this year, man? They actually kind of half ass look like a real team. I think, they, I think it's season, legitimate. It's a I fucking what, miracle. I think what we saw at the end there was legitimate, yeah. dude. All I the Lions fans say that. I no, got, I, I, like, I don't I, care at all. And I'm like, nah. Yeah. That's, and I understand. <laughs> and most people should feel uh, that way. But like growing up, you know, when Barry Sanders was who he was yeah and the wayne fonts era and, oh, yeah. and all that like i've seen it all and I, I can't help but to feel like it's this is actually something tangible like you i'm gonna i'm gonna give me the semi buy-in hook line yeah not a little bit quite the sinker this is bit. the first year and i've never like i've been a lions fan but i'm a rational lions fan it's never <laughs> oh this is gonna be like no, no, it's not going to be no. the year. You got no line. You got no fucking talent. You've right. got nothing that stinks. Right. But they fucking look pretty good. They, they were really one of the highest good. scoring teams in the league all throughout the year. Second yep. half of the season, the defense started to shape up. Dude, and, I'm just, good, and I'm just going to say this. Like, they went a little. Oh. <laughs> I was going for fucking that. So anyways, I was saying. So, so I, you know, I agree with all that. And the thing is, is like a lot of people have recency bias, but I remember they went 11-5 with Stafford. And, and Are you a Stafford guy? Sorry to interrupt, but yeah, that's yeah, a crucial question. He was a good quarterback. Okay. He was a good quarterback, but obviously, like, I mean, you put Stafford on this team now that Jared Goff is playing on and, and the, the long, the deep throws that that golf can't do Stafford would make that's the only difference in my opinion yeah uh but anyway i don't i don't want to get like too dorky about it but i will say if there's a lot of people that say i've never the, the line just the best they've ever been like bro they went 11 and 5 like five years ago under jim caldwell and then they fired him be, because 
nine and seven isn't good enough and then proceeded to go like fucking five and 30 the next two years yeah, so yeah. like fuck off so matt patricia a literal rocket scientist signed that motherfucker i mean what a train wreck that uh, shit was dude. Fucking piece of shit, <laughs> <fuck> <laughs> a piece of shit. I always just joke that they should just bring back Barry Sanders at <laughs> 70 or whatever he is now. Just get him back on the team. What's up? Speaking of dudes trying to shill everything, <laughs> Barry Sanders all over fucking bet is MGM. Selling stuff. everything. Yeah. Rocket Mortgage, yep. uh, bet MGM. I think a few years well, back, my boy B. Sanders ran into are... some uh, some financial troubles. I think that's a legit His thing. Money He's trying out, to fucking uh, yeah, It happens. Damn happens best running back put of him all back time. on the team i'm telling you dude don't give me jim brown don't give me emmett smith give no, me barry sanders no, emmett, for the smith, win 100% emmett smith the was good but he did not he could not touch barry that line bro you put barry sanders behind emmett smith's line on the cowboys it was an impenetrable wall dude he got mm-hmm. six yards downfield mm-hmm. every carry yeah. before anybody fucking touched him dude Oh, yeah. we were just watching uh you guys ever seen the movie Mars Attacks? Oh, I, <laughs> I love did. Mars Attacks. A long Bro, time ago. Jim Brown's yeah, one of the stars dude. of Mars Attacks. Yes, he is, man. <laughs> I love Mars it's a good Attacks movie. so much. It's a great dude. movie. There's a lot of fucking hilarious people in it. Oh, I have not seen movie. that in so long. Dude, me either. We tried to watch it, uh it kept fucking dying on us, but it's hilarious. Dude, Jack Nicholson plays two characters. It was a real it's flop, super as I remember, but the <laughs> cast fucking, was uh, epic. It's fucking uh <laughs> uh, it was fucking one of the James Bonds fucking uh so we got Jack Nicholson Danny DeVito yeah. Nett Benning yep Jack Black apparently. Oh, yeah. Jack Black's in that? He's only in oh, it for yeah. a minute. He gets killed off pretty quick. Pierce oh. Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Oh. Pierce Brosnan. Oh. Pierce yeah, Brosnan and Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, Sarah Jessica affair. Parker. It's, it's pretty funny. Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. Jeez, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's so many fucking people are in that movie. Dude. The, the opening credits were just like, holy shit, like what you're doing right now. You're just like, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Juliet Lewis fucking like just keeps going and wow. going and going. Super funny movie. You give yeah, Michael J. Fox a laser gun and just let that Parkinson's <laughs> go over <laughs> taking out aliens like a motherfucker. It's got dude. fucking Jackie Brown, whatever. Pam, Pam Greer. Greer. Pam Greer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, quick side note on Jackie Brown, which does not get nearly enough love Tarantino-wise. Yeah. Fucking Jackie Brown Only is one once. of the sweetest oh, really? movies ever made. That's one of, I, I think I that's my favorite Quentin Tarantino it's movie. It's so good, dude. It's Jackie Brown. Yeah. Chris Tucker? Yeah. As yeah, one of the fucking random guys uh-huh. in that flick, dude. What the Jackie fuck is this? Brown's great That's like what I did at the door when you came here. Yeah, was <laughs> yeah. That, that was who yeah. the fuck is this? That's from fucking. I didn't even know that I do that because I've been doing yeah. it so long. <laughs> who the fuck is this? <laughs> Jackie Brown, baby. Don't sleep on that flick, dude. That's funny that like you did you like the whole movie thing, right? Like it's a, it's something that's just ingrained in you. Yeah, yeah. Like I've, I I know I've done it on this podcast today <laughs> where I take from the Big Lebowski. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. I know I've done it. Uh, That's funny. Yeah, man, that shit just gets ingrained into you and you don't even know what you're saying. I still say we we both do shit from The Simpsons and Mm -hmm. from Conan is just like ingrained in our DNA and we say it all the time. (laughs) Like we've been going back through The Simpsons and I'll be like, oh, that's where that came from that I've still been saying for yeah, 25 all years. All these years. You know? <laughs> Gets to that point where you've mooched it for so long, it's, you don't even remember the origin <laughs> of where it came from originally. It's like a yeah. pair of underwear. And people start to attribute <laughs> it existing to you. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's, no, that's my material. And then yeah. you see it and you're like, oh shit, that wasn't me. Fuck. <laughs> all right, motherfuckers. I think we should probably wrap this up. It's fine. I'll go on for fucking days talking to you about nothing. Yeah, pretty much. Which is all this has been. So, uh, Thank you for coming out. 
for Thank one. Thank you for having me. If you haven't checked out Tony's band, Imminent Sonic Destruction, you need to go listen to them. They're great. Their latest record is really good. Can you, confirm. You should watch the video because the video is way better than the song. It's the best lyric video I <laughs> yes. think I've ever seen. It's the best lyric video ever made, yeah. hands down, in yep. history. And the song is nothing without it. <laughs> I, just, I love to just talk shit about <laughs> the, the song is great. The video is uh, mediocre at best. But uh, you, in all seriousness, the record's great. I'm a big fan. Thanks, bro. Uh, and uh, yeah, check them out. Check them out when they're playing. Uh, are there upcoming dates? I asked Pat and he was fucking shady about it. We have one coming up, but it has not yet been okay. announced. So, that's so I will say this. Too. May 6th. Okay. Be on the lookout in the D somewhere. Westland, Michigan. Okay. Yeah. I think I can say the venue, Token Lounge. It's gonna be at the Token again. That's all I can okay. say. Okay. All right. Just buy beer because their drinks are weak as shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-game in the parking lot. Don't pass out in the in the fucking bushes no, afterward. <laughs> no. Don't pass out in the venue. They'll throw you in the grass. <laughs> all right, man. Thank you for coming. It's been a blast. Good chat. Cheers. Peace, bitches. Peace. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Cheers. <laughs>